What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Probably Off Topic. Football is back. We had football on Thursday, so we're going to talk about that this week. We also have a few new segments for you guys. And also, we will have beef of the week as usual. So let's get into this. I had some on my mind, so I, I, I got it off my, my chest. I want to get some work, got some work. Hey, Greg, why don't you go piss your pants again? People don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got to earn respect. Just put misunderstood on my graves. Uh-huh, I heard that. I didn't hear that, but I just heard that. Are you not Everybody says, who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. I think I just said that. I speak of French. Teammates, coaches, friends. The show had just begun. This episode is brought to you by Rock Top Exteriors. Do you hate cleaning your gutters? Does your siding look like shit? Are your windows out of date? Do your doors even work? Then Rock Top Exteriors will tend to your needs. Call or text Rock Top Exteriors at 267-973-9653. That's Rock Top Exteriors at 267-973-9653. For a free, yes, I said it, I said free, estimate. Rock Top Exteriors serving the Philadelphia areas and all surrounding areas. Tell them Pat, Colin, and Luke sent you. All right, boys, we're back. And football made me almost as juiced as that ad read. <laughs> football is back. Football is back. Feels great. How do, we, how do we feel about that Thursday night game? I feel like it was, there was a lot of things to, to digest. So yeah, you know, I'm saying I made money off of it. <laughs> yeah, I did. That, I did starting off hot. Yeah, I, like I did that. that like plus hundred thing. Oh, of course, yeah. If but, you didn't uh, take that DraftKings plus one hundred and ten, a little sidebar. I want to talk about pissed I was all week. <laughs> all week I was like, let's go Chiefs Texans, and then <laughs> Miami and UAB. I was like, college football is back as well, oh. and. I texted you. I was like, dude, this fucking game isn't on TV. And I was so mad, yo. Whatever, the Chiefs, I got to watch that. But I didn't get to watch my college football game that I looked forward to yeah, all week. Yeah, you were talking about that all week. I was pissed about it, whatever. What, do you know, like, why? Like, dude, why the ACC network isn't, like, in our area. Like, really? Like, it was like, nope, not with your provider in your area. <laughs> Sorry, like, no. I don't have that. I was literally watching it for 10 minutes, and then it said that. And it cut you, maybe you got the free trial. Yep. And then I signed in with my dad, with Brian's thing, and – it was like, yep, you're in a bad area for this. But bad, uh, bad area. But what'd you guys football think about? Football was back. I had Mahomes, so like, I really was excited. Yeah, you just wanted to see scoring. It's like scoring, my scoring. first time having Mahomes as a fantasy quarterback, and like, yeah, he did all right. He put up a twenty piece for me. I was expecting a little more. Yeah, I know. You texted yeah. me like, "What's a normal score like, for quarterbacks?" Why doesn't he have four points? <laughs> like, but he why? didn't throw for that many yards. Yeah, he always he was like slightly over two hundred. So yeah. it's like. I don't know. The the those points will come though. He'll have games where he throws for five, six touchdowns and three hundred fifty yards, and you'll be like, "Oh, there it is. There's the forty five points I was looking for." Can, um, we, can, can we all agree that the Chiefs are probably the best team in football? Uh, yeah, I was still. gonna say after last night, I was like, "Ah, oh, they're gonna win." Yeah, Super man. Bowl. The Bro, they're so good. <laughs> the defense and like obviously the offense looks so in sync, but because it's it's Patrick Mahomes and like we all like Andy Reid, whatever the whole thing mm-hmm. that we just talked about for the whole three hundred sixty five days last year. But they added Clyde edwards helaire and that oh, dude damn is it. an I animal. I wanted to say it, and <laughs> then sorry. Luke said something, so I didn't get to say. It. Fuck you, dude. I'm sorry. He's an animal. He, no, he, he had is. to be the I, first yeah, thing we I talk about. And but also what I was getting at is the defense is also so in sync, like. 
I know we keep talking about how the roster is like returning and it's the same, whatever, 51 guys or whatever. But like, I don't know if anyone else noticed at the end of the game, the defensive coordinator and Tyron Matthew were both the two most pissed off people I've ever seen. Shit, in a football Tyron field. Matthews is dull. They man. were so angry. I was like, you just won the game. And like something they gave happened. gave up them points at yeah. the end. Yeah. No, it was Deshaun like, Watson go it, was ab- it was Deshaun Watson kneeled the ball and just, and, Fucking Tyron Matthew walked off the field screaming at, at, at every person on the D. I was like, oh, my God. And it was not like, woohoo, screaming. Yeah, yeah. It was like, what the hell? Like, You're only one in <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, he's so angry. They just <laughs> yeah. won their game. But, no, it was it was cool to see. Um, I It was weird to see fans. I didn't really look. I didn't really. Dude, the fan thing is, hasn't it's really weird. bothered me throughout the whole thing. It is definitely It weird looked like football. a practice. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what I it agree. felt like. I was so, like, like, the Eagles aren't going to have fans. No, and that's yeah. what I don't like. See, that's like, what I don't like. Yeah. If you if everybody can't have fans, then nobody should have fans. Right. But, like, even the – I think they had, like, 16,000 fans. That's – it looked so yeah. silly. They All were right. in, like, clusters. Another thing. So, like, they're still pumping noise into the stadium, right? Yeah. Correct. Right. Every, yo, Chris Collinsworth must have said 12 times last night. Like, whoa, they're really loud for fucking 16,000 <laughs> people. And I'm like, it's literally not them. It's, it's literally your boss. <laughs> it is the voice. same sound every time. and it They're is, actually just, like, pumping it into his headphones. And it was fun. I like <laughs> the pumped-in sound. I no, think yeah, it's I'm, good. I'm fine with but all like, that. But, like, holy crap, Chris, we all know it's fucking fake. But the <laughs> thing is with the – I think, uh, yeah, Fox was the one that did fake fans for baseball. They did the virtual fans so i don't know if they're mm. going to like if they have an eagles game and obviously there's not gonna be fans at a home eagles game uh are they gonna put fake fans in the stands i don't know if that's the yeah. thing like, that was like a big deal with baseball it's like what are we gonna do without the fans and football's just like we're gonna play football and the people right. that can have fans are gonna have fans of of a minimal amount but it did this seem weird like i i kind of forgot that there were gonna be fans so then when i saw them i'm like whoa whoa, whoa. yeah whoa, i wasn't there's expecting people, yeah, there's yeah, people in the stands what are they doing yeah. how they get in there but it was it looked like a practice because you know how the eagles oh mm-hmm. how the practice like that's what it looked like <laughs> i got you no, i totally agree and, and, and now it's like we're going to the eagles game <laughs> <laughs> they're playing themselves <laughs> you might see carson wentz throw four balls <laughs> You're going to enjoy, you're gonna it. enjoy you're gonna tell your kids about it. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. That, gonna- dude, that's literally what happened the Super Bowl year. I was like – I went to the practice, and I was like, let's go. Like, I, And then when I, they won the Super Bowl, I was like, I went to the practice that season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I actually also went to the practice that season. I remember being like, oh, this is cool. And then the offensive lineman came on the field and stretched for like 45 minutes, and then the, everybody <laughs> left. And they were like, that was half the practice. I was like – Okay. And then they all came back, and like, no, like you said, nobody yeah. of importance is doing anything. You're just like, what the? Why is this? What football practice is? They just like stand around and listen to music and like, hey, knuckle dance touch. around. Hey, knuckle touch, snap the ball to me. Here, bend over and snap the ball to me. That's what it, oh, so many practice snaps. It's, it's the most important. So, thing. but that's um, a perfect segue. Let's talk about. Well, no, no let's one, talk about I need to talk about one. All right, you want to talk about that? I want to talk about one other thing that I feel like we should have touched on. Go. Can we? We? I think we can all agree that Deshaun Watson's really good at football, but like he is so much better than his teammates. Oh, like they are. Like why did they get rid of D Hop? Listen, like, no, well, this is the thing. David Johnson had a good game, so yeah, you no, can't put it on him. And like I understand, like that, that Nuke's not there anymore. That offensive line. I saw a couple plays where they just like Deshaun Jackson still running around like a chicken with his head cut off, and his O linemen were standing there. No, yes, that's like, that's what it is. It's the like lines this. because they got no pressure on Patrick Mahomes, and all night you saw Deshaun Watson under pressure. The, I don't want to say the weapons aren't there because Brandon like Cooks, every play Brandon Cooks <laughs> has gone places 
multiple teams, and well, he puts up a thousand yards. They used I, him on the first drive. He was like boom, boom, two he's catches. So small. That was all he had. He had them two catches in the first he, drive. He's the reason I texted you again. When I watched him, like, I think he returned something. Or, no, it actually wasn't him. It was somebody. It was one of the return men, but I texted Pat, and I was like, you know what's crazy? Luke, you can relate to this. We will, we will never know what it's like to be fast, to feel, like, to feel, the, like, speed. I think Luke's mom's Pure talking to Pure speed, him. baby. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Diane and Uh-oh. Luke are getting into it right now. Oh, oh, oh play-by-play here. I love Luke's watching headphones are off. with the sound off. <laughs> Luke's headphones are off. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> what just happened? He's got me, he just got chewed out. Oh, my God. I'm fucking screaming everywhere. My name, my mom's name. I don't know. <laughs> Did they just need you when you had your headphones in? Yeah, they were just calling me. I, I don't know. I, I, obviously, I can't hear them, so... <laughs> <laughs> all right well i was actually talking to you but i'm sorry it's okay you can relate to this uh th- uh we as larger human beings and just like generally big kids when we were younger we'll never know and even as like adults now we'll never know what it's like to feel what it's like to be fast we'll never feel <laughs> speed like i don't know what it's like to be like oh even when i had like my long hair it wasn't like oh the wind is fucking blowing my hair it was like I really got to pick up some some speed around the bases to get my hair. Like I don't know. I just I watching punt returners just like catch the ball and go from zero to one ten so quick was like I could not I couldn't do that if I put in yeah. a year of training. Like I hurt myself. But no, you're right. Back to the Texans and how just it's really the the parts they need to provide the most, which is the lines, were nothing. I don't want to. I don't want to blame JJ the weapons. JJ Watt looked old. Yo, JJ Watt. <laughs> yeah, he, I, I don't agree. think his knees bent, bro. Pop, 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 Watt. He really. He was like lined up in nose tech, nose guard at one point, and I was like, yo, he looks like an old man. He's like all arms and shoulders. But like, like they won't give up on that. They're like, he's our best defensive player, and we will not get someone that's better he's than the him. best defensive like they player. Got, in the I'm convinced they got rid of Tyron Matthew because like he was better than JJ Watt, and they were like, yo, chill. not working out. <laughs> like, best bro, player in this you got to You got to chill. You can be the. You can be number two. You can be the second best player on the team. You just can't be better than JJ Watt. So he, he looks like a robot with all the braces on. Yeah, yeah he really his knees and his arms. Peak like awesome. Well, like no, it was awesome. Oh, but yeah. like, what was it? It was like two, three, three years, years, two, three years. Two, three years. What he won two two defensive player of the years. Touchdowns and shit. The one year, yeah, the one year he was like up for MVP because he scored like three touchdowns. Yeah, he was a he's a freak, and he's probably still really awesome at football. But like, I physically, it's like, oh man, I hope he's, he's yeah. I hope he's okay. He'll be a guy I feel like that retires kind of early. He's not like he. I mean, I feel like he's kinda, if he retired now, I don't think he'd be considered early. We'll see. He's in his thirties, right? Yeah, I guess. he was hurt for. That's that's the thing. Like you for he got he probably old like quick. He got old quick because he after his he did peak, get old. Quick. He got hurt for Ryan like Howard esque. Yeah, for an extent period of time, <laughs> yes. and it was like, oh, well, there goes putt putt what. Um, that was a good one. I like that. That's gonna stick. Should we put that on a shirt? Yeah, just like address to the world how old he is. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the Andy Reid face mask. Awesome. That was awesome. But like, all right, is it? Isn't it funny how like when I saw it immediately, like it wasn't. I was like, oh yeah, like yeah, like that makes exactly what I expect. (laughs) I had the same reaction my dad had, and he was like, 
does the other coach have it on? <laughs> I was like, yeah, the other coach should have it on. Like, why doesn't he yeah. have that face mask on? But you know, I hope by like week two, there's like week three, there's I, little windshield. Somebody's <laughs> got to create something like a spray or something that keeps it like defogged or something. Cause like, you know, I feel like if you sprayed the stuff that you spray on your shoes that like defrec deflects water, that would mm. work. It would just like drip off and, because that was the other problem. It started raining, and then he really got foggy. Yeah, <laughs> then he, he can't take it off. No, like, yeah, that, that's the other thing. I knew he wasn't going to take it off because then the internet really would have destroyed him. Like, uh-oh. Now he loves corona. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> loves corona. But, no, it was classic. I hope he wears it every week, and I hope it gets foggy every week. And I hope, <laughs> like you said, I hope they eventually come up with, like, something to defog it. As, as the or, weather gets colder. Sean McVay has his back, man. Andy Reid should have his wipe down, man. He should have his <laughs> guy come up next to him and just right, wipe it off like every play. That'd be perfect. <laughs> right. Andy Reid. I love Andy Reid. Let's talk about the Eagles. That's a perfect segue. Um, we're going to win, right? I know, but it's not going to be like – It's not going to be sexy. I know it's not. Make it so hard. I know. We talked yeah, about it. We just got to believe. We're I, exactly. Washington that's, that's football team. They don't even have a name. We're playing we're Washington FT. Um, I am in the same boat, Luke. Like, I know it's going to be a s- stupid, sloppy, ugly game. Like, pl- Jalen Rieger's playing. That's they cool. They always are. Yeah, that is That's cool. exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm hyped for that. Like, I'm trying to, like, get excited for those things, knowing that it's probably not going to be like a, yeah, we're going to be so good this year game. Because it's never like that when we play the Redskins, especially early in the season. It's always rainy. It's going to be a field goal game. We're going to be down like 17, 13. It's going to be like, what is going on? We're going to freak out. I'm not touching the Eagles line. I'm not touching minus five and a half. It was minus six. As soon as I saw it go down to five and a half, I was like, oh, God. We're working with a field goal game. Yeah, you can have that, Washington FT. You can have that. I'm Um, taking money line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no way I'm not throwing that into seven different parlays. Um, But I I am – generally excited for the game and i'm happy it's one o'clock i'm happy it's not like we get to watch one o'clock games and i'm like yeah football and then it's like oh fuck the eagles are now going to stress me out and i don't know i just hope chase young doesn't murder carson wentz i'm so concerned (laughs) that chase trace young is going to jadevian clowny carson wentz i can't believe i have to work (laughs) i might miss the whole game i i don't have to work but my brother needs me to help him move and i said like weeks ago yes not knowing not thinking like, oh, it's going to be the first week of football. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, going to be 12 o'clock. Not like, you know, let's get it out of the way. Like 9 a.m. Nope, 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 nope. Noon. So I will probably oh, probably cool. also be missing some of it. But, okay, let's talk about what else we got. We have a lot. Let's just, I just want to talk about football the whole time. Oh, my God. I thought, thought Pat was about to get pierced by a light. So other than the Eagles, sounds like we're consensus lock money line. Uh, what other locks do we have? Colts. I think I like the Bills. Yeah, I like the Colts as well. Those one o'clock games, I would say Colts and Bills are probably. I like. I like them both. I would take. Yeah, the Bills are sexy. The Jags are a mess. There's no way the Colts are not going to go. The Colts seem to be like a structured team. Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers with his old offensive coordinator as his head coach they now. Like win. they should easily score many, 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 many touchdowns on the Jags. That would be a lock. Um, and I yeah, think I, Minnesota beats the Packers. Do you now? Mm-hmm. Really? I love that defense. And I don't know. Kirk Cousins is like okay. I can football. see it week one. I don't okay. love that defense. I like I the front the 
front of that defense, but they're starting like three rookies at quarterback. I think the Packers regress from last year. I do too. I don't think they're going to be a 13-3 team, but I don't think they were – like I don't think they should have been a 13-3 team last yeah. year, if that makes sense. Um, and I don't think that they're definitely going to win this game, but I love the Packers week one. I love when people hate on Aaron Rodgers for a whole offseason. Take the purple people leaders. And I think that just the fact that they have these rookie cornerbacks starting, Aaron Rodgers, doesn't, it doesn't matter his weapons. They're good enough. They've been in the NFL long enough. He's going to pick them off. Um, hopefully they don't pick him off. But So that's one we disagree on. Um, how do we that was feel actually, about – oh, that's a 4 o'clock game. I do love the over in that How do we game, feel though. about the Las Vegas Raiders? That'll be cool. The one o'clock their games? first game is Vegas. I'm in on the Raiders. Panthers. Luke, you're like on the Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. That's your underdog? That's your okay. first one o'clock underdog? That is my underdog money line of the week, actually. Okay. Uh, let's move to the later games. I do like the Seahawks minus 1,000 points, though. I don't think the Seahawks minus 1,000 points. I think the Falcons are probably frauds. I love that. The Saints are going to win week one. Everyone's going to be like, holy shit, the Bucks aren't that good. That's 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 the one thing. I don't know. I feel like this team is going to eventually figure it out, but there's a few teams, them included, the Bucks, that are going to be like, I'm not going to be confident betting on them at least and even picking them to win a game. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know. I, the Bucks are so weird. <laughs> I just don't trust that like it's going to work right away. That's the thing. And I, I'm, be- I'm backtracking of what I just said about the virtual offseason, but I feel like that's part of it. Like, I don't know. Feels like Tom Brady and Gronkowski are like posting more videos for their like Instagram than they are of them actually playing football. After that first video of them playing together, it was like, oh, was were they even at practice or were they just like wearing Tampa Bay gear? Um, but I fucking I love th- plus three and a half for the Bucks, so I don't know. Like I I think it's gonna be I love the over. I love a lot of the overs. There's not many unders I like. I think the over the for that. Tampa Bay and New Orleans game, the over is uh, – the line is at 48, and I think that is low for an NFC South game. I know. That's what I'm – any Saints game, like any Saints game. Yeah, yeah. Saints either put up a million points and don't give up points, or the whole game is just a shootout and everybody gives up a million points. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm split on – that's like a game I don't even want to touch. I just want to, like, root for I, I, points I to happen, so I'm probably just going to take the over. Um, Who's got a double hire? Billy's got a doubleheader. Okay. Crushed him in the first game. Who is that guy? This is Blake Parker. We're going full bullpen this game. Oh, Christ. Yeah, Aaron Nola. First complete game. We'll get into that. We'll get into that during the beefs of the league because I want to talk about Jesus that. Jesus Christ. I miss you, Corey Dickerson. Um, okay, what else in that 4 o'clock game? You Joe Burrow. Joe to- <laughs> <Yo>, Burrow. <laughs> He's going to beat Tyra Taylor. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's talk about the Bengals. This is a game where I feel like the Chargers on paper, even with Tyrod, are a better team. But also, the Chargers – playing Tyrod Taylor seem like they don't want to like like okay. they keep saying like oh we're gonna this is us competing to play football I'm like I don't know how is bringing a guy who hasn't played starting quarterback in the NFL in a few years as your starting quarterback after drafting someone in the first round to be your starting quarterback how is that trying to play winning football so I feel like when the first overall pick is on the other side at home national champion national champion Joe Burrow he should I mean I'm taking them plus three but I feel like the Bengals might win outright because you used to be a Bengals fan. I'm I hope, st- I hope I, no, no. This- I'm still. I'm still. I like the Bengals. You went dormant for a couple. I did. Of years. They <laughs> lost Car- Carson Palmer and all their exciting wide receivers, and like they got Andy Dalton. And then ten years happened. And yeah, then- like I used to draft Andy Dalton as my backup quarterback in Madden all the time, though. Like that was that was my representation Respect. of like I love you, Bengals. I know that Andy Dalton's not good, but I will draft him as my backup quarterback. 
where's where he should be at like he is now um but no i that's just a game that i looked at that and i'm like first of all if the Bengals suck that bad don't you think that would be a game that would be minus like six and a half minus seven and a half right. they must not suck they that. must not be that bad suck that bad. and joe or or joe burrow and i mean the offense should be good like even if the o-line sucks if they can draw up game plays like they have a good slot receiver they have aj green they have is, a, is he playing I, think, I don't think yeah he practiced in full so why wouldn't he be playing? I, I hope he fucking plays i don't know i heard otherwise in my fantasy group chat. yeah that's silly if but they're Tyler not playing Boyd aj green after up. saying he practiced in full then i uh, look it up look it up yeah because i want to know because that that obviously plays a factor in that but either way jerry mixon is the man yeah they have weapons and like I don't know. The Chargers' defense is good, but Derwin James isn't there, so obviously they're already in backup territory. And um, take the points. Um, okay, Pat. It's the Arizona to, Cardinals are the lock of the day. The Pat's lock of the day is the Arizona Cardinals. The money mine line is the, the Arizona. The Arizona Cardinals. Forty <laughs> ers minus six and a half. Um, you can get it at plus two sixty. <laughs> plus 260 it opened at 260 it's now 250 because they're gonna win because <laughs> people are obsessed with Colin the Murray. public bet is in favor of arizona because they too know because they, they will Colin win Murray. Um, the creator uh aj I green think, is healthy by the way yeah i was gonna say he practiced. it was it was, it was a ham there game. was something that i came knew it was out questionable like when he practiced day, in right. full and i'm like okay but 49ers they're a team 32. that I'm sorry. I know he's old, but whatever. He doesn't have much mileage on his legs other than injuries. Uh, he's like a, a car that you get and just like it broke down a couple times early or like it had a good run, broke down a couple times, and you like let it sit in the garage. You're like, I'm going to have a hobby to do over quarantine and fix my car. And then you bring it out of the garage and it's like, <laughs> you take it out and it fucking crushes. Um, but yeah, the 49ers, I feel like, are just going to be pissed. They should be pissed. They were awesome last year. And they're basically – they're another team that's, like, the same roster. We talked about that with Luke, too. Like, they're all-in team. And I feel like Robert Sala is going to want a fucking coaching job after this. So, why would he – he's going to just want to break all the defensive records he set last year. So, I'm thinking I'm going to just keep taking the 49ers until I lose. So, if it's this week, that'll be short-lived. But if not, I'm taking the 49ers every week. So we- say see you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the primetime game. There is a promotion running for FanDuel. Mm-hmm. No free ads, but hey, everybody likes free money. Uh, it's one of those like associated with FanDuel. Well, it's free money. Oh yeah, because they won't let you sign. Lock them out. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that that Ram- I like the Rams regardless, which I usually am like the opposite. You know, when it's like they're giving points and like, oh, the more people that bet, the more points that the underdog gets. I usually don't like the underdog, but I like the Rams. Like, I don't think the Rams, like we said with Vegas, like their first time in Vegas playing, this is the Rams' first time in that dope-ass stadium. So, so, so fly stadium. Um, but, is that what it's called? No, it's called SoFi, but it's so definitely, it's definitely so, so fly. fly. Um, so, I, I don't know. Like, Cowboys got to go across the country. Dax, sad. I just hate the Cowboys, so I'll always And, yeah, I hate the Cowboys, so I'm on the Rams. Wouldn't hate if Michael Gallup had a damn ball game, though. Goddamn ball game for Michael Gallup. This is my one flex. <laughs> Wouldn't hate that. I'm going to sprinkle in the fantasy talk. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, that could be your fantasy of the week. Yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah. Fantasy oh, of the yeah. week. We do fantasy talk at ASMR. ASMR. Michael Gallup. <laughs> okay. But no, I love the rants. Uh, give me the points. Give me the money line. 
I don't like the over. I'm t- I don't like the I'm over. I'm probably that not going to touch that game. I don't like either I, teams. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to touch that game. But if the Rams, but I'll lose all my money, and then I'll be like, you know what? Or I'll win money, and I'll probably put it on that game, and then I'll lose. It's just, it's never good. Um, but I don't like the over was fifty one and a half. It might be up to fifty two, but I, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think the Rams defense is good, and I think the Cowboys defense is underrated, unfortunately. Um, but then we get two Monday night games. Is that just a one time thing? I think. It, I think. It yeah. Right. It's always the first week. You should do it like a couple times. Just be like, hey, guess what? Monday night game. Two of them. is going to put on a goddamn show for the world. Who are they playing? <laughs> 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 They're playing the Titans. Oh, good and, defense. <laughs> I know. And here's my thing. All right, let's 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 talk about that game first. I know we've been hyping up the Broncos. They've been our, like, off-season team that we, we consensusly have been like, this is going to be a fun team to watch regardless mm-hmm. if they go 8-8, eight and eight, if they go 6-10, and 10, like, whatever. They're going to be fun. But I'm a little worried about this game. Tractor Cito. Tractor Cito might just <laughs> just yeah. lost Von Miller. Yeah. Like the defense is definitely a little banged up already. And they're another team. Like they're young. Like obviously Courtney Sutton was awesome last year, and everybody wants Noah Font to be really good, but they're they're young. They don't have much experience like as a team together. Melvin Gordon is new. The whole running back situation, I think, is gonna be like a, a carousel of like I don't think either of the dudes are divas, but I mean Melvin Gordon did leave the Chargers because of Austin Eckler being awesome. And Phil Lindsay's pretty awesome. So, I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be a struggle to, like, kind of figure out the way the offense is going to run. And the Titans, again, another team that's just a know, lot of just returning. Very they yeah. just run the ball. Very, that. Yeah, the offense is going to be simple. They're not going to, like, get tired out by the elevation of the Denver skies. Um, so, I like the Titans. I like yeah, the Titans a I lot. I think the Titans are good there, but. Drew Locke. Drew Locke's man. probably going to throw three touchdowns and 3,000 yards. Yeah, and I'm into that. We'll, we'll lock that in. Uh, uh, Steelers-Giants, last game we need to talk about, and then we'll talk about everything. And then I'll Big probably... Ben is back. Big Ben's back. Big Ben is back. Apparently, he's in great shape. I need you. I'm, I'm like, sprinkle more fantasy in. I need Juju <laughs> to have, like, a crazy bounce back year. Yeah, I think Ben – I mean, I think Juju will benefit from Ben yeah, being back. God, just from – Just have a guy named Duck throwing him a ball. <laughs> yeah, that, that alone. And, like, they had a decent connection when – that was his rookie season, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. That should be an expectation. Yeah, I'm definitely. excited to watch that team, too. Like, James Conner looked fucking shredded over the offseason. Uh, and then they also got maybe the next DK Metcalf and Chase Claypool. I don't know. Yeah, and um, they're playing the Giants. And they're playing the Giants, whose defense didn't get any better. Uh, their offense is what it is. I mean, it's Saquon and a bunch of average, de- like receivers. decent receivers. Yeah, and Daniel Jones, who they swear is the who's probably the good savior. at baseball. <laughs> yeah, who's who sounds like he's better at baseball than being the quarterback. <laughs> of the so I don't know. I, honestly, I'm looking down at my paper right now, and I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But I have. I love Saquon, but I've taken the Steelers. Yeah, like I don't. I might take plus five and a half. Because the Steelers' defense is awesome, but I do think the Giants can score points with Saquon. Like, Saquon. Ugh, I don't know, dude. They're so But bad. the Steelers. Oh, Saquon's going to be running all over the place. Joe Judge is a winner, though. good at getting tackled. Joe Judge is a winner. He's going to get tackled a lot. Yeah, that's true. Joe Judge is a winner. Yeah, wait until he fucking. <laughs> until he goes 2-14. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I don't know. Don't touch that game. Stay away. I take the under, though. Do whatever you want. <laughs> I think they're going to score points against the Steelers' defense, but I'm taking the under. Also, I have plus five and a half written down as my pick. So, don't listen to anything I just said about that. All right, let's introduce our new segment, The Gambling Gurus. Oh. 
<laughs> All right. That's us. That's us three. We're going to summon our inner degenerate. We'll have Parlay Patawan over here. We'll have, Luke yes, as the, yeah. <laughs> we'll have Luke as the master of the money line. And I will come with you, come to you with the, <laughs> I will come on you. I will come to you with the spread sensei. Spread. The spread. So those are, those are what we're going to come at you with. These are our picks that we recommend you place because we are the gambling guru. Gurus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pat, give us a parlay. What do you like? What are, what are, well, tell me, so what's I've, your parlay? I put a lot into this and I'm taking it. I'm hammering. I'm, I'm putting $20. Hammer it. 20 hold up, 20 units. Is that, is that what people say? 20 I'm units. putting t- five units on this. So I think we talked about some of these earlier. So this is what I want everyone to do. I want you to take Buffalo Bills with the points. I want you to take Indianapolis Colts with the points. And I want you to take the Arizona Cardinals with the points plus 589. Sounds like a good bet. 20 to win like 140. It's a good bet. And you know how I feel about the Cardinals. The Cardinals is like the, the that's next no, that's the one like, you need in there though, to make the money. So I get it. I totally yeah. get that. Um, I'm in. I agree with. So I, that's what I'm going with. Lock it in. It's my fucking. That's parlay Padawan with his parlay of the week. That's a good one. Luke. We, I will keep track of these too. Yeah, we will. We will keep track of these. See, if the three team ones aren't working, we might have to get yeah, switch it up. No big deal. <laughs> that's the beauty of the parlay. You can do fucking five teams if you want. Uh, okay, Luke, give me your money line master. My money line lock is the Saints at minus one seventy five. Uh, also, I am going to take the over. I, I probably said that uh, earlier in the podcast, but I am going to take it over. Luke is hammering points. the Saints over. I I love this game. I saw the lines for this game. And I was like, damn, I'm throwing. They don't call you the master of the overs. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we call you the master of my line. <laughs> I just can't get over the fact that it's 48 points. But no, I agree that it needs to be over 49. Seven yeah. touchdowns guaranteed. Um, and then my, I'm going to do an underdog money line of the week, and I'm going to take Ooh, the Panthers. Yes, I like that. That's what I like. I like, I like when you come in here, Luke, and you bring you bring it. You bring it. You were like, you know what? He didn't ask me to do an underdog, but I'm going to fucking bring you with an underdog. <laughs> Beautiful. 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 Love it. Great job. Thank you. How much is that paying out? Um, that's uh, plus 130, I believe. Yes, oh. one, plus 130. Beautiful. That is, that's nice. Locking in. Throw 20 C-Mac. units on it. C-Mac. C- it. Yeah, you do like the Panthers. All right. Uh, my spread that I really like. Uh, this was a tough one because I liked an underdog. I'll give you one of each. So, I really like the Packers. I like the Packers with plus two and a half. It'll maybe plus three. I don't know. Um, I said it earlier. I think that just the fact that Aaron Rodgers has been hated on all year long. I love Aaron Rodgers week one. Um and as much as the Minnesota front is scary and might break his collarbone before the first half's over, if he can get some protection from the O-line and pick off these young corners, I, I think the weapons they have are enough to get it done. People aren't giving Aaron Jones enough credit either. That dude fucking scores touchdowns like it's, like it's easy. It's not. It's not easy. Um, and then somebody that's a favorite, again, like I love the Broncos and they're exciting and it, I hope that they win. Honestly, I hope they win this game. But I think the Titans minus two and a half is just too too hard to pass up. And if you don't like that, take the Seahawks minus two and a half. Those are my spreads that I like. Um, so yeah, I think all those picks are are pretty lockable. So let's let's uh we mentioned some fantasy things here and there, but is there anything that we need to happen in our fantasies for our fantasy of the week? Let's, I, let's talk to you first. Cause I know yeah. you don't have a fantasy team. I, what's up I with that? I do not. Buddy? What's up um, with that? 
just in case the season does go to shit. I didn't want to be tied up into a team. And I, plus, I wanted a sports bet this whole year anyway. Um, but I do, I do have some picks for this weekend, though, and players that I am putting money on. Let's hear it. Okay. So I have Terry McLaurin and Sean Jackson scoring a touchdown in this weekend's game. I, like I think we're going to parlay that, and it's currently at plus 810. Very enticing. That is very enticing. Very, very enticing. And then uh, – I, I mean, another... that's like the number one option on both teams besides Zachary, Correct. maybe. Correct. That's what, that's what I'm – And Deshaun, I'm Watson, or Deshaun Jackson absolutely torched the Redskins last time we played them. Or last and, time. And Terry McLaurin always torches us. So Yeah. I've the, been... the two times he played us last year. And then I also have um, DK Metcalf going over 57.5 receiving yards. I like that as well. I think DK is one of those guys who seems like he should be touchdown dependent, but like he can run everything. He's faster than pretty much everybody and he can run all the routes you need him to run. So 57 yards with his hands and his feet do not seem, (laughs) do not seem hard to accomplish. So I like that as well. You got anything else for us? That's all I got. All right, Pat. What's your fantasy of the week? Um, I'm, uh, dude, I'm like – I hate that Raheem Mustard is my <laughs> second running back on one team. So well, let's, like, let's speak it into existence. Give what me do we need touchdowns out of you, out of you, Mustard. So, and like 65, 60 yards. Beautiful. That would be an excellent game. That's yeah. RB1 numbers right there. Yeah, that would be nice. All right, I like that. I he needs to prove his worth in my on my squad. RB two, yeah, that's that's a team that you Raheem is a guy. That's that's another team. Like they have so many running backs and like Tevin Coleman's good. He's still yeah. good. Uh Jarvin Kinnon was supposed to be good when oh, they signed Christ. him, but Tired he's there too team. now. So I I hope that Raheem Mustard is good, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, let's go two touchdowns and sixty five plus yards. I have the opportunity to have Christian McCaffrey and Lamar Jackson on my team. So I just want them to score a combined Insane. seven touchdowns. Seven. Oh, I have them together on a team as well. Okay. That so you say two. How many back? touchdowns? <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. Seven, seven touchdowns. Seven touchdowns. Seven. That's touchdowns. what we want. That's our fantasy of the week. Uh, we'll do that every week just to just to like to, just to keep you in the loop with what's going on. And you know, everybody everybody likes to think like that. It's not cool to talk about their fantasy football team, but sometimes it's okay. In small, me and Pat just realized we have the same two players on the team, and we together manifested seven touchdowns. So it's awesome. Um, Anything else on Doc today, boys? I think we have our usual segment, but I'm I'm so excited for football after just getting it all out on the table. I wish we could have talked about college, but like, there's not really, yeah, really. There's no real crazy good matchups. I know it is cool that it's back. I am excited to watch it tomorrow. Ooh, do you mind if I give a little little college football parlay? We didn't get to like. I think the people would love that. Touch on that, the but next week that. it'll be a big thing once conference play really starts. We're okay, into so it. I want everyone to take this little two teamer. I want everyone to take Louisiana Lafayette plus eleven and a half. Mm-hmm. They they're literally going to upset Iowa State. It's going to be crazy. But let's take the points plus eleven and a half, and then we are going to take Georgia Tech plus twelve and a half together. Yes. What's that paying out at? A lot, a lot. <laughs> you put you put money. You put one dollar on it. You will get money. Take both their money lines. You'll win like a million dollars. Boom! Heard it here first. All right. 
What's up, everybody? We are here with our interview with Coach Tom Hoy, defensive line coach for Castleton Football and former O-lineman for Susquehanna Football. What's going on, man? How we doing? Good. How are you guys? Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Honestly, I've been waiting for this for a minute. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, we've yeah. been looking forward to this interview. Yeah, it's we been talked, talked about, about for a while. Bit ago, yeah, we've been saving you for like right before the football season to get us all juiced. Though. Yeah, I'm actually fired up that football. Yeah, I bad. think we're gonna have Stansfield on tomorrow too, so it'll be like a little double interview football episode. It'll I'm be- honestly just happy college football is back. Honestly, no, dude, BYU and Navy. BYU tonight, Navy. Who do you like in that? Honestly, I like BYU. Minus no, one. I've been on, like, the fence because the line keeps changing between, yeah, like, plus two, minus two, like, back and forth. I'm on the over. That's all I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one, Kyle. 47 and a half. Yeah, I do like the over. But I think – I do like BYU. I like their quarterback. All right. But, that's, uh, that's a first segment of college football. Yeah. Game But, uh, <laughs> all right, so, yeah, we're here with my buddy, Hoy. Uh, so, you were a college football player. When did yeah. you want to be? When did you want to be a coach? Did you want to be a coach when we were in like high school, like, or was it like you were still stuck in the player mode? When in college were you like, okay, I think I want to do this, like, for a while? Um, it honestly, work. it was I, I tore my MCL my senior year with like five games left, or like it was like maybe three games left, and it was just kind of like, well, I'm just here, like watching film, not playing. Like, it was like just coaching up like, your guys. Yeah, and it was just kind of like, hey, like, what do I want to do the rest of my life? Do I want to go to a job where I don't, I'm working and I'm like, this sucks. Like, I'm working nine to five every day or what? I'd rather at least go to work every day and be like, yo, I love doing what I do. Yeah, like I'm I love football. Time. So that's really what it comes down to. Okay, so, so you started where, Ryan? Yeah, I was at Ryan. Then I uh, went to Susquehanna. Uh, or No, I went to – Coaching-wise, I went to Ryan, and then I went to Imhotep. And then, yeah, I was going to say, was Imhotep the second stop? How did you get that job? I actually – um, they post them on this uh, Eastern PA football. Yeah, because we were, like, curious about how that whole, like, market was. Yeah, they just post jobs on there every day, and I would just, like, apply to people. And mm-hmm. they, they ended up, like, having this O-line coach drop out last minute, and they were like, we really like you to come on. So I was like, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah, fuck, that's cool. I it was a sweet gig. Yeah, so uh, we always like to ask our interviews, like when we're just breaking yeah. the ice, getting to know them. We're, we're getting the background yeah. of you right now. Uh, this one's a little off the walls, but if you were to be in jail for whatever reason and you're on death row, they all get one meal before they uh, pull the plug. So here's your opportunity to choose your meal. What, what are you having on that platter? You're a big guy. Yeah, I, was, I was waiting for this question because yeah, we, 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 we dove right in. Yeah, sometimes we forget. It, and we, I thought it was fucked up that Luke Stansfield said cheese sticks. But like, <laughs> like, like, that's once in a lifetime. But, uh, dude, honestly, I fuck with the Brickhouse pizza. Like, oh, hamburger, hamburger, right. hamburger pizza. Like, I just fuck – I love it. Like, I can't I can't not get it. Like, just, You're crushing it, a whole pie, that, right? Before yeah, a whole pie. I – Crush that whole pie when it's not my last meal. So I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I awesome. like that. That's awesome. Yeah, Shout out to Brick House. When you like made that little thing to him, I was like, oh shit, we forgot the answer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't yeah, forget. Yeah, no, I knew we, you'd have a good answer for that. That was great. I like that. You're you're a, you're a big guy. Obviously, you've uh, had a few of those pizzas. So I, yeah. I t- trust your rating on that. Um, all right, cool. So, yeah, let's talk about pre uh, getting into the college football world. How did the high school football coaching circuit treat you? Honestly, I, well, I was coming right out of uh, college, and I kind of just texted my old high school football, Frank McGarrell, to see if, like, he had any openings because, like, I didn't really know how to go about getting into it. Like, I knew I couldn't go coach in college because of my loans 
and stuff. So I wouldn't be able to, uh, like, just be able to just hop right in. Because at first, you don't really make any money. Like, it is what Yeah, you it definitely got to, like, put in your it's like, yeah, it's, it's hours. Just, yeah, you got to, like, work your way up to really make good money. But and especially, um, like, you see a lot of – I mean, obviously, in high school, you've got a lot of teachers and stuff like that are kind of, like, in the ranks already just because they're seniority at school every like day. And, like, yeah. 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 So I did that, and he actually ended up giving me the O-line job there. And I was – we had actually a pretty good season. We went all the way to the Catholic chip and, like, lost by seven to Wood. So it was good experience, honestly. I love doing it. And then he actually got let go. And I interviewed for that job, the head coach job at Ryan. I just didn't get it. And I was like, That's all like right, good well, for experience, I feel oh, like. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. I just did it like – I knew I kind of wasn't going to get it because I just wanted to be a good experience interview-wise. I've never been on an actual interview, like, for a coaching job. So I just want yeah. to see the type of questions they ask. Yeah, um, that's the kind of job where you're just constantly learning, like constantly right. learning from yourself. Always waiting to like yeah. lay out your game plan. Like, Especially learning like as much as you're teaching those kids, you're probably learning from them too, like all the time. Yeah, it's crazy how much you learn from them. Um, but like even when I went to Emotep, like that was a sweet gig, like just interviewing for that job. Yeah, that's like a legit game. football program. Yeah, and it's like a legit program in Philadelphia. Sure. So like that was sick. Um they were actually like they're so fucking good. Like it's <laughs> like I went there coming from Ryan, like thinking like, dude, Cav League, like fuck, we used to run shit back in the day. Like no, these kids are legit. Like Division One athletes, and it's not like like at Ryan and like Judge and like these schools, you got that one kid that's a Division yeah. One athlete, and you're like, oh, he's sick. Like no, there's tw- there's 25 kids out here that could play. Right, like football. there's probably just so much like untapped yeah. people on those rosters. Yeah, like, do you get the opportunity yeah. to coach any guys that are? Playing D1 now that we should be keeping an ear out for? Um, playing D1 now, no. They, we had a small senior class, but they have upcoming. They have, like, number four player in the nation at DN. They got a safety that's a sophomore now. That's, like, the number one safety in the class with Archie Manning, 2023, I think it Let's is. Let's go. Young he's Arch. A, he's a All-American. They got – they have – their whole defense is just – St. McLeod, he's West Virginia. Like, there's mad kids, D1. Their O-line has, like, four offers. Oh, my God. Yeah, being around those. They were probably, like, better than some of the – than, like, some Susquehanna like, Even the players. backups, dude, I'm telling you there, that place is just – it's a, it's another level of football. It really is. Yeah, for real. Like, were they better than some of the people that you played yeah, some in college? Yeah, some of, like, the practice bodies. Oh, without a doubt, they're better than kids I played in <laughs> Like, I would always like challenge him and joke around like yo you would never get past me like I would bust your ass but like like honestly they really might mess me up like yeah, so, that was just motivation they're legit dudes so you obviously uh have some some respect and whatnot and you've been part of the Catholic League uh the cancellations and the effects that COVID has happened that yeah. has cause to happen what do you what, how do you feel about that you were pretty uh adamant and outspoken about it on like social media and stuff yeah so on twitter i tweeted about it i just think it really hurts the community like it not to sound like like it really doesn't matter for the catholic league but like the public league kids are really at risk like yeah. the young kids didn't definitely city, saw like, that the they're gonna run into trouble man like it just is what it is they're, they grow up in bad areas and and they're gonna be faced with like they think the murder rates higher now or the crime rates high now like these kids are facing that every day and now they don't even have football to take them away from that 
But, like, I know Emotep and, like, some of the other schools are doing seven-on-sevens, like, trying to – they're trying to get these kids to still be around all the time. So, yeah, like, I think that's involved, good. Keep them off the street. It's going to be – yeah, it's, it's going to be – it's going to be a lot more – it's really difficult for them, to be honest. Definitely compared to, like, a Ryan or – Well, yeah. Obviously, it sucks for everyone. They all should get to play. I think it's honestly insane that some schools are playing and other schools aren't. It really, it really like it's same thing in college. Like the SEC is playing, but the Big Ten's not playing. No, it's like how is the Big Ten? It's like how is the, how are you not playing? Like I don't understand. So are you guys playing D three ball playing? Uh, no, we are not playing. So you're not. But like all of Division three is not playing, which makes okay, like, that's, why, that's what I thought. So I like in my head, it makes more sense that way. Like. At least everyone's not playing. It's not like 12 conferences are in and everyone else yeah. is out, like, type of deal. So, I think it's better that way. But, like, so, I, it's so really like, – So, were you, like, doing a lot of recruiting right now? Like, how's that work with, like, COVID? Um, not really as much as, like – we usually don't recruit that much in the fall, but right now it's just, like, I know it's we like, have to do. Such a weird time. But, right? like, right now I'm still quarantined, but the – uh we'll be like practicing and lifting and we so get like a certain the NCAA allotted like a certain amount of hours or something. So let's talk about the quarantine. Yeah, let's you just yeah. moved up to Vermont. You're at uh Castleton and I'm in, uh, you're locked you're locked in a is that is that the town it's in? Is that what it's called? No, nah, it's uh I'm in the t- my apartment's in Rutland, Vermont it's called. Okay. But it is Castleton. How far did you drive up cool. there? Yeah, I drove how like far? five hours. Five. Okay, not too bad. bad. So what you got up there, and they were just like, "All right, we're gonna put you in this." Like, are you in your apartment? Yeah, I'm in my apartment. So like, at least you're in your apartment. They're not like you have to stay in this dorm room room for the next fourteen days. Yeah, Yeah, just in there for fourteen days. Like, did you buy mad groceries prior? (laughs) (laughs) No, they actually gave me food. It was sick. Oh, that's awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah, they gave me like this big ass lasagna. I just been, I just been portioning it up so I don't have to go buy food right now. (laughs) I feel like. So, um, have you had any, like, circumstances of people just not, like, opting out of this year, even though you guys obviously aren't playing, but are, are the players still expected to come and play and practice and whatnot? Um, no, they're not expected to do anything. It's, it, it's up to them. Like, okay. if they wanted to come back to campus, then they're expected to be, like, at the practices yeah. working out with us and stuff. But, like, if they didn't come back to camp, like, they could have opted out of coming back to campus and just took their classes remotely like at their home. And then some kids even, I think, just took the whole year off. Okay. And then the other question I had about just like being up in Vermont and the recruiting and that, uh, are there, are the most of their like recruits and the people they bring in from Vermont, are they pulling a lot? They're all spread out. It's like that portion. So like my areas are Philadelphia, like everything, uh, Philadelphia is north of Allentown or is it south of Allentown? South. south. Okay, so then Philadelphia, everything south of Allentown is me. And so that's how it works. You each get like a different section. Yeah, it's like different quadrants. And like I got like all of South Jersey is where I recruit. Cool. So you recruit, do you guys get a lot of people that come up to Vermont from these other? Um, we have like a kid from prep. I know that. Okay. Um, we get kids from all over, honestly. Yeah, it's honestly more people that are from around closer to this you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna build a nice philly pipeline yeah so. i'm really trying to train to that and get some philly kids up here but that's what's up we'll see. um i had another question about about the end goal the end goal yeah we'll get to that but no let's you you switch from 
coaching offensive line to defensive line now? Is that – am I correct in saying Yeah, that? I'm coaching defensive line. What was that all about? How did that – like, was that just the opportunity arose, arise, or were you just – Yeah, it's just about opportunity. And for me, I just – so, like, when I was applying for jobs, I was literally applying to every position I didn't care. Like – Did you use, like – so, what? how did you apply for the Vermont job? So, I have, like, a resume that I just, like – a coaching resume, like, gives me what I have like skills. It's, like, the same as any other resume, but just your coaching shit. Um, and then there's this website called footballscoop.com. They just post college jobs on it every day. Like a hundred. It's like LinkedIn for football. It's literally like every single day, there's at least 10 more jobs on there. Like, so I'm literally just applying to every single one of them. Um, every day, just send your resume and like references. Love the So when you're pitching yourself and you're obviously talking about like your past coaching experience, how do you like transition it from offensive line to defensive line? Like how do you use that? Well, like, um it's like a smoother transition just in the sense of like uh just because I'm always like it's basically like I'm basically saying the opposite now like yeah like don't turn you want to get their hips turned instead of I'm saying don't turn your hips when we're on offensive line type of deal like stuff like that so you've seen um, everything from the other side so it's like yeah or like offensive line like I'm always like get hands on like don't just get your hands in and lock in or and then defense line you don't want them lock in you just want you always want to get their hands off you so <laughs> it's kind of just like learning the different things really my biggest challenge is just learning the defensive playbook because it's just it's not something i'm used to i've always learned offensive okay line. yeah that is definitely different yeah, yeah. for sure that's the only thing i'm players to worry about too have, have you been right reading now. a lot of books a lot of coaching books i actually to get, to get your read, I've only read one or two coaching books ever, but like one was the, um, like some Tony Dungy John, okay. Tony Dungy one when we were in fucking Ryan, and then I actually read uh, Doug Peterson's new book. Okay, because okay. I just wanted to like see his thought process and yeah, like how he went through that season, season and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty good book. So, were you someone that through like your playing career, obviously as a lineman, uh, I feel like it's usually you get to college and it's like, all right, we're gonna put a lot of weight on you. Did you did you put on a lot of weight throughout college? Just for the um, I was like two fifty when I was in senior year of high school, and then I probably weighed like two eighty my entire so like thirty pounds over three. Uh, yeah, like for the four years, I only gained yeah. like 30 pounds. So I feel like in the NFL now we're transitioning, especially with the Eagles, um, you're seeing like the skinnier, more like freakishly athletic linemen. W- what's up with this trend? Like are, are these guys in college beefing up and then they're just like cutting it all down? When they, like Lane Johnson literally does not look like a lineman anymore. Did, yeah, I'm worried about him like guy. being them dudes are just, Nah, them dudes are just so athletic that it, their body type is that. So like – if they put on – it would hurt Lane Johnson's game if he put on – if he looked like Bruce Matthews did back in the day. Like, you, he can't look like that. That's not who he is. That's not how he plays the game. Like, just to ag- – he's more agile. Like, same thing with Kelsey. Like, that's just how the offensive line is nowadays. You don't really get those mauling, like, I'm going to physically dominate you. Like, there's Quentin Nelson. Yeah, Quentin Nelson. That's yeah, but even he, even he is he's like – huge, but yeah, he's athletic as fuck. Like yeah. – 
It's just a different athlete than it like was. He's have six packs. Like I always like think of, pounds. I used to see Ryan Bates at the bar, like up at Penn State, and he's not like a fat guy. Right. He's huge, but yeah. he's not like fat by any means. Yeah. Plus, like they gain weight. Like you gain weight throughout the season, and it's not good weight because you're not working out as much. So yeah. like, they just eventually. So when they first get out, they just cut it all off. Yeah, they deflate. Yeah, literally. and then they retire. They're all they just put it back. Out. They literally just put it on gradually, but better, like good weight instead of shitty stuff so that's something i should not be worried about that's yeah, good because i'm ah, and i, I saw the one of like brandon brooks like shred it but like they said he just did that because like he lost all that weight because it's better for his achilles to recover <laughs> yeah that makes sense uh what about like schemes do you think the nfl is leaning more towards college now or college is still like trying to use nfl pro like styles to uh, get kids like used to the pro ways um i think the i think the ravens do more of a college style offense just because they have lamar jackson do you think that's eventually going to be like all nfl teams though because like no i don't actually no no i think i think i think that there's certain like certain qbs are just what decides it so like just say like the the titans like they're just a straight basically zone run scheme like tower iso like they're just they're literally just pounding the rock with Derrick Henry and asking Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill to make like 15 to 20 throws a game. Yeah. So like, but then you got Lamar Jackson who might be doing the same, making 15 to 20 throws, but he's also doing screens, dying. Like it's just based off the quarterback. Okay. It really comes down to. So do you think we're going to see a lot of that of like the Kyler Murray, Arizona offense this year? Yeah, that's going to be that. Well, that's just because of Cliff Kingsbury too. Like he's from college, so he just brought that offense with him. But yeah, it's gonna be they like a D hop now. Yeah, yeah, they got plenty of weapons there to play around. I got Kyler in a fantasy. Their league, receiving so core is filthy. I'm excited to root for him. Yeah, Christian Kirk like is still there. And I like uh, they have Annie Isabella. Yeah, Annie is. So he's from UMass. He's a burner. So yeah. we were talking about the Titans. You're obviously a defensive line coach now. They just got Jadavion Clowney. You think that's a good fit there? Oh uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I, I think, think he'd be a good, good fit anywhere. I right? really think he's a good fit anywhere. Like he's just a he's a pass rusher. Yeah, he doesn't produce the amount of sacks that you would want to see. But at the end of the day, he's getting Harry's on the quarterback and he's making them rush. So yeah. like he might not be getting the sack, but if the QB steps up and gets sacked, it's the he's same thing. Luke, you got any questions for our coach over here? You're our first coach. You're like we're going to call you coach. Yeah, I well, like that. I mean, I guess I do have a question. Or I was thinking about it. it. Um. What side do you like more, uh, coaching wise, defensive or offense? Because for me personally, I love I love scoring. So like, I feel like offense would be for like yeah, the mindset. I'm thinking if I'm thinking yeah. like as a coach, I would be like hell no, I would want to right. Be like D line coach. coach, you gotta like make your them guys a bunch of dogs. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'll probably say offense just because I really haven't coached defense as much yet. Like I don't really know. Like in an actual season, like you're it's gonna learn a lot. Like, I might be, like, fired the fuck up. Then, like, I'm, either way, I'm going to be fired up. Yeah, but, like, one of your guys. I just, like, I just think, like, yo, like, I don't know. I really fuck with playing offensive line. Like, I love I can tell from your Instagram you're just, like, a fiery personality. Did you see his, his, his college swag back in the day? He had mad offensive line oh, swag. I love that. I swaggiest offensive lineman in the league. I don't care what anyone says. Visors <laughs> and all. Like, <laughs> love that. Love that. All right, so where do we – where do you see yourself in 10 years? Where's Coach Hoy going to be at in 10 years? Hopefully coaching Division One football at a university, coaching offense line. Like, All that's right. it. That would be coaching sure. the line, living the dream, honestly. 
Notre right. Dame, hopefully. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. That's that's the that's offensive like line coach to be. Yeah. Talking about <laughs> Quentin Nelson. Um, yeah, what about like the end goal? Is there is there like a you know, you fall asleep every night and you see this dream. Like, what's the end goal here? Because, you know, you're a young yeah, guy. That is the end coach goal. At this I mean, young age. If I can get to a Division One university that's, like, in a Power 5 coaching offense line, like, that would be the end that goal. That would be the dream. Like, obviously, like, it'd be cool to coach in the NFL, but, like, it's not really a dream for me at this point. Like, I'd really yeah. just rather be in a college coach. Yeah. I like that. Live that, that dream. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I have a question about the birds. So, like – so Jason Peters just got announced, you know, he was being all stubborn. He wanted extra money, but now he's going to be the left tackle. He said, Doug, I love you. I will yeah, do he, wa- need, he walked baby. in the office and was like, Doug, I got you, man. Like, so can we they talk about him. that for like Matt Pryor? Like how hard was that for him the last couple of weeks in camp? Like, cause they just said he was getting fucking body. I hope you roast Matt Pryor here and then Stansfield tomorrow just loves, loves him. Matt Pryor. Loves Matt Pryor. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't hate Matt Pryor, but no. I do think I do think he should not be playing. Now. Yeah, like you think that <laughs> was really just like a- he's a good backup. He's there, like he's he's there, but he can't do it week in and week out. And you saw that in camp. Yeah. And uh Jason Peters also too, like that shit made me so mad. Like he really <laughs> he really was trying to profit off his teammate getting it. No, like you were was lucky insane. enough we even signed you again. Uh, like, like, yo, right. like no one else gave you a contract clearly and you and you're gonna do that? Like you're tripping. You're tripping. <laughs> I would have cut him. I really would have cut him and just said fuck it. <laughs> yeah, because I heard they were gonna bring in this dude like Corey Glenn or they're, something. They're still like, probably gonna I mean oh, yeah. Corey, Corey they, Glenn. They're not yeah. gonna bring him in. I don't. I don't know if they are. I heard. I heard they. I heard they were talking. They still have a roster spot, so I feel like why not? Yeah. Make it in a long. How about, about McCallan? Oh yeah, being our just uh, getting twelve grand to just, just sit be on emergency the quarterback. Emergency. Is he like even going to be at games? I feel no, like that's gonna, awesome. they literally said he's going to live in Texas. Live in Texas. Hey, Josh, we need you. Yeah. Just like, kidding. No, we don't. Like, Carson Wentz is going to play we're sixteen. Put games. Jalen Hurts in. No, if Jalen Hurts plays, like it's just over. Oh my god! Like, you're anti Jalen. Like, they really might just burn down the city. Like, I really think it's, <laughs> it's like, it's just going to be a, it's going to be a war of Wentz fans versus Hurt fans. Oh, dude, it'll be so bad. Especially, if, so Especially bad. if he does good. If he comes in and plays like four games and he's lights out, like, oh it's going to look bad. Like a Russell Wilson maybe situation. Maybe there's 16 touchdowns in four games. We got like three and one and uh, make the playoffs. <laughs> maybe Nick Foles all over again. <laughs> it'd be hilarious. <laughs> it would just be fun to see. And like, Embrace that. No, I like Carson Wentz, though, dude. It'd be like my fantasy football team. Like, I want Wentz. I want it to work. I want the people to like Wentz. Yeah, same. I think. Uh, Speaking about the Eagles QB situation, McCown is living in Texas (laughs) and getting paid $12,000 a week. A week? That's unbelievable. He's just the emergency QB. That's absurd. It's awesome. He's living the life. That oh. just shows you how much faith they don't have in Sudfeld. Yeah, <laughs> we have said this since we were small, small boys. We realized the That's best job in America, backup QB. Back QB. This guy has lived the dream forever. He's gotten paid millions of dollars. the best quarterback. And now he's backup, 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 backup. He's the third string to the backup. He tore his hamstring last year. Like he had no right to be out there last year. And they're like, Let's run it back are, one more time. Get another failed. He just tore his hamstring. Now he's coming back. Like, yeah, what a beast! Like yeah. He's probably coaching high school football too down there. So not to linger on the Jason Peters thing, but would it have been like that big of a transition 
from a guy that's played, from a guy that's coached, is, would it have been that big of a transition if he was playing right guard and everybody stayed nah, healthy? Nah, I think it's, it's easier. So from left tackle to that's right guard is easy. Yeah. yeah. With guard, if you're going from guard to tackle, it's a lot harder than going to from tackle to guard. Yeah, so do you definitely. think we would have seen like a better Jason Peters if he was at right guard? Nah, uh, I think you might have seen like a better than last year Jason Peters, but yeah, that's he what I'm worried about. Hurt more. Is like we've seen a consistent a subtle but a consistent decline of Jason Peters' game and, sure. like, just the it might have been a, It might have been, a sudden, like, a subtle incline in his play, but I definitely think he would have got hurt. Okay. He's getting hurt to tackle. He's pulling and shit. Yeah. And running in the linebackers all day. He's going to get hurt at some point. He's so just it'll like be a, Pryor and I want our, our King Jack Conklin <laughs> to uh Yeah, to, to big Jack Conklin. No, not Jack Conklin. Jack Driscoll. Jack Driscoll. Luke loves Jack. him too. Stansfield loves him too. Yeah, good, big, good, good. Big Jack Conklin guy. is like a someone I wanted to be an Eagle, but then we drafted Derek yeah. Barnett or something. Cool. <laughs> oh God, don't I don't want to talk about the 2017 draft. Uh, um, all right. What else we got? Anything you want to talk about, Coach? Uh, I just want to predict that the Jets win the AFC East. <laughs> Are you a Jets fan? Yeah, I'm a Jets fan. Oh, my God. All right, so Le'Veon Bell's going to be what this year? He's going to be a stud. A stud. Okay, he's I have him in shape. He's, yeah. the, he's the best shape he's ever been in his whole career. So is this yeah, going to be like the Sam Darnold year? Like no. where he finally does no. it? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I'm still on, like, the fence with Sam Darnold. It's just like – I think I'm he's just good. Why Adam he has no one to throw to. I know what's the beef, dude? Like you're, the every everything you hear out of Jets camp is Le'Veon Bell is a piece of shit. He's a fat idiot. He's not gonna ever play 16 <laughs> games again. And everything you hear from Le'Veon Bell is I am in the best shape of my life. I not, love being I here. I love being here. The Jets <laughs> is I love being a Jet. Fuck Jamal Adams. Like I don't understand how that could possibly be happening in one building. I'm gonna be honest. Like I really was extremely upset when Jamal Adams got traded. Oh, as you should be. Um, I don't but, care how many picks they gave but you. But like trade. It is what it is. I got to move on. I really almost, I really almost became an Eagles fan that day. I was just like, I can't even do this anymore. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy Let's that. Go. That's Jake's crazy that you're a Jets home. fan and then Jake's like a Chiefs fan and then his dad's like a Dolphins fan and you all just like live on the same street. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Those those like rivalry matchups must have been fun. Yeah. Nah, the Dolphins always suck. So I don't even. Oh well, yeah, sure. I, I like fine. I like Preston Williams. I drafted him in a league, and he's going to be better than Devontae Parker. Okay. <laughs> Heard to hear first. He is Preston good. Williams. He is good. He just got hurt. I got a draft. Like, I just started the Preston Williams hive. Yeah. I got a no, draft. The NFC and the Mar. Crazy, because like, dude, Brady's not in it, but Cam Newton's just going to like. I think that the Patriots are going to go like fourteen and two. I think Cam Newton think is just going to be well. awesome. <laughs> I don't. know I think why. ten and six at best. I just think the division. No offense to your Jets, but I think the division is still mediocre. Like what about the, Jets the Buffalo are, Bills? I think the Bills are going to be good, but like the, Bills the Bills were Bills. good last year. The Bills are take the East. You're, t- you're on Bills? I'm in the Bills. I was on Bills, but the whole Cam Newton thing is just scary. I hate Josh Allen. You hate Josh Allen? I think he's so overrated. People are really loving it. I, feel like I think that defense, like though, the defense is, like defense is legit, but Josh Allen's, Josh Allen's over it. I put him in that same category with Kyler. People like to talk about it like it's already happened and nothing like nothing has happened. Yeah. Everybody talks about his arm. Yeah, he throws the ball really well, but you haven't seen a lot of connections deep down the field. It's kind of similar to Carson Wentz. We love to talk about what a great deep ball oh, I hate his is, deep ball. I but, hate like, I we really Wentz's only have seen ball. it a couple times, and most of the time it was Nelson Aguilar, and everybody's like, "Fuck that guy! <laughs> we don't want him." <laughs> so, dude, I I love Carson Wentz. If the Eagles ever want to get rid of him, I'd take him on the Jets in a second. 
I don't think anybody looks good in a Jets uniform, but I think he would look particularly terrible in a Jets uniform. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, but I'm just saying. I'm not a big fan of the Jets uniforms anymore. No, those are like – those are the most like – I was kind of hyped when they came out first. The black ones came out. The black ones are tough. No, the black are good, but like Jamal Adams looked the coolest in those, and now I feel like no one's ever going to look as cool in them, so they're probably just going to have to change them again anyway. Now, Le'Veon That's, Bell looks pretty cool. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell looks cool in all uh, football uniforms. And our fucking tackle, Mackay Beckton. Mackay Beckton, bro. All right, yeah, let's talk about so Mackay Beckton. It's literally the only thing we got going for us is Le'Veon Bell and Mackay Beckton. Him and uh, Le'Veon Bell are just going to run around the field like wild animals together because yeah, he's the best. He's a fucking beast. I don't care what anyone. I saw says. a picture of uh, Mackay and I guess like the smallest like running back on your team. Oh, I saw Jets. it was him and James yeah. Crowder. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. There was like a two foot like. It looks dip- like a little kid next to him. Are you excited to watch Frank Gore get the ball ten times a game? Dude, I'm so mad we signed him too. Honestly, <laughs> well, the, the it's like it's, like, it's cool, but hours. like it was like in the middle of the contract. It was like Jamal Adams was asking to get negotiations. And no one was talking to him. And then we're signing Joe Flacco and Frank Gore. I'm like, why is no one talking to our yeah. all-pro safety? 2010. Like, like, this dude's are 50 years old, and we're to- and our all-pro safety sitting in his house bitching. Talk to him. Yeah, they uh, – Frank Gore really might be RB1, though, if, if Adam Gase has anything dude, to say. Adam Gase is – I hate him. <laughs> it was me uh, absolutely awful to be a Jets fan. Dude, no, it really is. Like, there's nothing to be positive about. Like, you like, just – there's people at- that are Jets – Mets and Knicks, Knicks fans, fans which know. is like a crazy fun. Yeah, at least they're happy Islanders fans enough. right now, yeah. but yeah, it's true. We just beat the Mets, by the way. Philadelphia Phillies walk off home run. Gene Segura, breaking oh, news. Go. Oh wait, what? That didn't happen. Just kidding. Not not walk off, but we're about to win. Cool. No way we're blowing this two run lead this time. Yeah, um, man. all right, coach. What else? I feel like we I we covered like everything that, was that nice. I had written yeah. down. This is a good interview. Um, we'll definitely love to have you back. It sucks that you guys aren't playing this year. Yeah, I know. When you guys play, we'll we'll make our way up to Vermont yeah. and see a game or something. Road trip. Road trip. We're trying to just like it. Yeah, we're trying to trying to have as many around. road trips and be around, you know. But like there's no yeah. college football this year, so I like, can't do much. Or not like you can't like tailgate and stuff. You guys gotta get some type of signature vehicle. Like yes. Yeah, know, like, Boston, yeah. Boston with the boys has like the the sick ass bus. Like you guys yeah, gotta like, get like we have like a weird cargo van. Like, <laughs> yeah, we literally have a sticker on our computer that says we have plans, we just need money. So <laughs> that's that's what we uh yeah. kind of our motto we live by. But uh, thanks for coming on. This yeah. was a lot of fun. We're like our we'll, coach, Joe. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're our official coach of the podcast. Uh, we'll get you like a shirt or something that says that eventually. Again, when we have money and, and merchandise is the thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> please spread the word about us up in Vermont. We will. Uh, uh, yeah, I got. I got. I already subscribe. I'll tell people about. That's, it. What, that's what we like to hear. Uh, but no, seriously, thanks for coming on. This was a good interview. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. Thanks, coach. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, we're here with Luke Stansfield. Writer for Fourth and John, we're gonna get deep into football uh, and the NFL, of course. Luke, say what's up to the people. What's up, baby? How we doing? Uh, Let's go. Let's go. Reoccurring guest here to get us juiced. Let's go. I'm excited for football. What do we want to talk about first? You want to get the birds out of the way, or you want to just talk general general football? Should we talk about OBJ liking poop on his chest? What do we want? (laughs) What do we want to get into? Uh, we can go Eagles first. I'll, I'll go with some All right, let's go into the Pat, birds. Pat, give me your Eagles questions. I know you're itching. 
how do we fare against the Redskins Sunday? Because I feel like they always give. I feel like we always play them week one, and yeah. I feel like they always give us a week hard one. Time. Always makes me we always take too. care of them, but I feel like it's just win like, by a field goal. We love playing down to their level. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's a weird, it's a weird week one because there haven't really been any game days, no preseason or anything like that. So it's a little odd to start. Um, and like you guys just said, they always kind of play down to their competition. But uh, I mean, what last year they were? I think they were down like seventeen nothing. Yeah, start definitely. Vernon Davis had like that crazy touchdown. Yeah, and their <laughs> defense is definitely something that, like, when you see it on paper, it, it there's good names on there from from the back is, to the front. Uh, that front four is pretty dangerous. I was gonna it's say, no joke. That, that D line, and especially with the Eagles, you know, with Peters going back to left tackle, and you know, it's a short week kind of game plan, and. Um, I think that's that's what's going to be the biggest the biggest factors how the Eagles O line fares against definitely. I'm, I'm low forward. key kind of excited to see Chase Young. Yep, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm scared though. See, I'm excited to see Chase Young versus Jason Peters. That's yeah, going to be definitely. that's going to be pretty sweet to watch. I don't know if excited is the word I would use. I'm, nah, I think we'll be all right. If he, if he go, if he doesn't have four false starts, I think we'll be all right. Oh, I I'm I'm. If you can bet on that, can you bet on the over/under on Jason Peters' false starts? Probably, I'm taking <laughs> over whatever it is. Give me the over. No, um, but in, uh, in all seriousness, I think I think I think they'll handle them. Um, what's I think the spread's like six right now. Uh, I think they'll cover. I think they'll be all right. But yeah, I think they'll cover. Yeah, second. like you guys said, it's just it's always they always kind of. <clears throat> teeter around and kind of play around with them a little bit and sometimes yeah, and i'm sure it'll be rainy or something is it in washington uh, uh yeah. yeah it is yeah. yeah so it'll probably be rainy nice sloppy game and i'm sure it'll be a field goal win i think but, um, i think a big a big thing that people aren't talking about too is i don't know if ron Rivera is going to be going to be there i mean i know he had his first um i don't know if you guys know he, he got diagnosed with yes sarcoma, um skin mm-hmm. cancer yeah, so I mean, I know he had his first treatment today. wasn't a practice, uh, so I don't know. I don't know. If he's definitely plays there, a factor in the locker room. Like. Yeah, where, I mean, where you at with the Eagles and all these injuries, especially like with the secondary? And it, we know you're a big Will Parks guy. Yeah, I know. It sucks that I mean they yeah, put what, they put him on the IR. They put uh, who else is on the IR? It's Parks and Quez. Um, I actually – I was surprised when they didn't put Jalen Rieger on the uh, IR because that means he can play. I mean, they probably expect him to play week two, week three maybe because I know the IR rules, if you put on IR, you can't play first three weeks, I believe. Um, so, I mean, that was good news. Uh, it still sucks that he won't be there for week one. Um, but, I mean, a guy that I think that could could really, really play well is, is Jay Jaw. I think he might – Step up, and I think it might be a little coming out party. He um, does look ripped. He does. I was gonna, he looks so good in an Eagles practice uniform, man. He does. I mean, just look at last year. There, that picture in training camp where his mom was holding the umbrella at, over him, and then you look this yeah. year, and he's like, he looks like a Madden my player. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Like a Madden my player. He has like a different attitude, and I mean, if it works for him, it works for it works for us. So. I mean, you look good, you feel good, feel good, you play good, baby. Damn, damn straight. Yeah. The one that. thing I do like about JJ is just the fact that after having such a low rookie year, like he's got to really be terrible to just even come close to that. Like yeah, it just, wasn't even that he was that bad. It was just yeah. people had expectations of him that were unrealistic. 
and he never lived up to those expectations. So people thinking back are like, oh, what a what an awful rookie year. But yeah, absolutely. His floor is ridiculously high. So yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I mean, and I think, you know, he has a very good supporting cast around him. Um in both in the backfield and and in the receiving in the receiving department. So where do you think he's gonna play the most though? Because last year the whole thing was he's learning the whole playbook. He's learning the whole playbook, all this, all the route trees, and all blah 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 blah. So where do you think he's gonna end up being like? Where's his spot? I think he has a really good supporting cast, both in the backfield and as a receiving standpoint, um, both at tight end and receiver. And he doesn't really have to live up to the hype to be that guy, because there's so many others that. Are going like are going to blossom and you know be that guy with them, and he I feel like he's just a little bit more comfortable. Um, I think he's going to play outside. I think he'll play where Alshon Jeffrey usually plays. Um, I think the 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 three receivers that'll start will be uh, Deshaun Jackson, Greg Ward in the slot, and then um, and Jay Jaw out on the flank. And I think I think that's pretty dangerous. Can, can we talk about the secondary? Let's talk about the secondary. And I like, do want to talk about the secondary. Yeah. So it's like Jalen Mills, Kevon Wallace. Like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of new. Uh, yeah, there's a lot like of new faces quarter, in the secondary. Like, like how like, many new starters are we going to have? Other than McLeod and Jalen Mills, is everybody else fresh? Weekend. Yeah, I think. I mean, so I, I actually saw Maddox. a report. Um, I saw a report that uh, Kevon Wallace is the third safety on the depth chart, even with Will Parks out. Wow. So I saw Marcus Epps was listed ahead of him. Um, I don't know how wait, I feel wait, about wait. that. Is wait, wait. Third, where's McLeod at? Wait, third. So it was. Well, I mean, okay. So, so, so really fourth. Oh, okay. Mills, Mills. I'm saying uh, third, third, like in. Okay. Gotcha. So it would be. Well, Will Parks is hurt, but then it would be uh, Epps, then then Kavon. Yeah, uh, Jim Schwartz was speaking highly of, of Marcus Epps and just like how he's improved as a human being and a football player. And I feel like if Jim Schwartz likes you, yeah. that means you're going to play. talking about Craig James, too, who like is yeah. like the reason we cut, I guess, Rasul Douglas yeah, and man. Jones. Is he the reason that Rasul got cut? Uh, I think the reason Sidney and Rasul got cut is just And Sidney Jones. Holy yeah. shit, I forgot about that. I think, I I think it's have. because I it's, it's a type of thing where it's like – They've had enough. You know, how much longer? And it just shows you. I mean, Sidney Jones is what a second round pick. So like, it yeah. shows you that. And they remind the you of like the last guys and like Nick Pavetta. Let's they not were... forget that Sidney Jones before that injury was supposed to be a top fifteen pick. pick. Like he was yeah. supposed to be a first round, like the first cornerback off the board. Yeah. And well, I'm afraid he's going to go somewhere. I mean, more Kel Fultz just fucked oh, us yeah. that year. Oh yeah, God. dude. What a the Washington, other than, uh, other than Matisse, I don't he know how I feel about Washington. How he doesn't want to – how he hates the University of Washington. That year. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, and the Pac-12. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think I think they got they got released. I know what uh, Rasul is on. Up, up by Carolina, I think. Yeah, it's a Carolina, and Sidney Jones is on Jaguars practice squad. Okay. Um, like, I, 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 fucking roster. How was he? And then, yeah, how about all of Philly Twitter causing a scene over LeBlanc getting caught the other day? <laughs> yeah. People were up in arms about that. Yeah, well, I mean, Howie always has something up his sleeve. Yeah, like I, I thought into it until I did like five minutes worth of research, and I was like, I know exactly what's happening right <laughs> now. He's gonna be back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and Philly's tied four four. Just went yard. Uh, uh, just went yeah. yard. Um. But no, I mean, 
back to Sidney Jones and Russell, I think it was just – it was a thing where you kind of roll. I mean, Sidney Jones was out of practice for six straight days. Yeah. And at the cornerback position, I mean, you get availability, it has to be – I mean, it has to be there. And he wasn't – he just kind of seemed like he didn't want to, you know, prove himself. And then there's young guys like uh, like Craig James and Rudy Ford, Marcus Epps, that are just out there just playing as much as they can. Yeah. Being going to contribute – heavily heavily on special teams um so i think that's a big part as to why you know some of those names uh made it to the 53 man roster but uh i mean the secondary i like you can't really not like it when you got a guy like darius slay there's so many more things you can do just put him on an island and you'll have you'll have an extra you have an extra guy in the secondary you know shaded to one side now um I mean, even guys like like Will Parks, he can step down and play in the box. He's not going to be hurt that long, right? Like he'll be nah, back. I mean, they put him on IR, so he's he'll out for at four. least three weeks, maybe four. But uh, I think I think he'll be back uh, pretty soon. But I mean, like all these injuries, it's going to happen, especially now because there's no oh, preseason. And as much as people want to say, you know, people get hurt in preseason, it actually helps. You know, people get used to contact, used to going yeah, full speed, twenty four seven. Because I mean, the Eagles have what? I think they was it was three full full speed scrimmages, and the first team was doing thud. They weren't even bringing people to the ground. So, I mean, it really helps <clears throat> having depth at that position. But I mean, at some point, you got to realize that guys like like uh, like Russell and and Sidney Jones just weren't. They weren't panning out to what they were supposed to be. And they also, I mean, Sidney Jones' contract was pretty hefty. So you got to always think about the money thing, too. And that's what Howie's always. That's kind of why I think that's kind of why they uh, they got rid of him, to be honest with you. All right. So um, what do you think for the overall the season? Are you confident in the Eagles? I mean, our division is no joke with the Cowboys. And I mean, the Giants don't look terrible. That offense looks decently potent if, if Daniel Jones is as good as they say he is. And I mean their defense, whatever they're they're gonna they're gonna fight to stay in games. So, where where are we gonna fall in this division? What's our record gonna be? I think we'll go ten and six. I think I mean on paper right now to start the year, I think we have a pretty tough schedule. Um, I just think it always seems to be that the schedule always either gets way harder or way easier, and it can't really get much harder than what it looks like right now. I mean you got what the Saints, you play Falcons. Uh, we play the whole the whole South, right? I believe. So yeah. it's like Niners. We got the the Niners, Steelers, the Ravens, Ravens. Back to back um, to back is not going to be fun. No, it's not. I mean, we play the Packers again. Uh, so I think it's a really tough schedule. But Seahawks again. Yeah, Seahawks, yeah, exactly. Packers, Saints at the end is going to be brutal too. With Arizona after all that, like. There's so much – there's so many trap games. I hate it. I hate yeah, it there trap. is. Yeah. But I think they have to take care of the division games, and it starts, you know, week one with Washington. That's always what it comes down to, man, is this yeah. whoever can, yeah. can win the most division games usually. Is I mean, last year was a perfect example. I mean, there wasn't – there wasn't a, like, really good team in our division. We won the division. I mean, we got – obviously, we lost we lost in the first round of the Seahawks. But I think things would have been a little different if, uh, if cheap shot Clowney wasn't such a cheap shot. But right. that's a whole other story. So I don't even necessarily mean against like the Cowboys versus the Eagles, but do the Cowboys make you nervous as a whole? Just like them potentially going fourteen and two or thirteen and three. Like, does that make you nervous? Not necessarily like, our games against them, but their team. 
I, I never want to give credit to the Cowboys. Neither do I, but no. they, I, I, I'm the, they've made improvements that scare me. They lost uh, Byron Jones, and I was like, all right, cool, that defense is going to suck next year. And then they just brought in every possible free agent they wanted. And Earl Thomas, I'll cry. Their their secondary stinks though right now. It is. It's young and it's weak. But they say that every year, man. So I think their secondary is. Uh, I mean, they just cut Ha Clinton Dix, um, and you know, Cowboys Twitter was like, "Oh, he's so good. He's gonna he's gonna be his old self here." And boom, they they cut him after training camp. So <laughs> I think. I mean, they they put a lot of. Uh, of stock into into their their front seven, um, I mean they just lost. Uh, who's the who's the D tackle that they just got? McCoy, Gerald McCoy. Yeah, Gerald McCoy. Yeah, that done. that made me happy. Didn't make me happy. He got done. hurt, but the fact that he was a cowboy and he got hurt, I was like, thank God. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, on paper they look good, but they're going through the same thing everybody else is. And I think that I mean, the NFC East as a pretty decent wide receiver, like wide receivers across the board. I mean, the Eagles always had the worst, in my opinion, the worst uh, wide receiving core. Now they improved. And then you look at the Giants, they got guys like Sterling Shepard um, and, and Darius Slayton. And then you look at Washington, they got Terry McLaurin, who could have well, I mean, won rookie of the year last year with the numbers he put up. And Antonio, so Antonio think- Gandy Golden, baby. Yeah, no, exactly, too. I mean, so you think about it, like, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, they got better, but, I mean, they always had a pretty good front seven, and their linebackers are always really good. Uh, I know Sean Lee's hurt. As, I what mean, else is new? Yeah. Yeah, Sean exactly. Still tries to play football healthy. But, I mean, I don't know. I think I see them and the Eagles kind of battling for the NFC East. I can okay. see them splitting – like they usually do. Typical. So it's going to be a normal Eagles Typical Cowboys battle. year. I think the Cowboys yeah. are our only competition. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do too. I think so too. But uh, but then you look at the quarterbacks in the division too. I mean, I think throughout the division they have pretty good quarterbacks, and I even give Dwayne Haskins some credit. I was going to say, think gonna, Haskins I think he's going to be decent this year, to be honest with make you. Make some strides. I mean, as long as he remembers the playbook, I think we'll be all right. Because <laughs> I know reports were coming out last year that. He didn't even know what certain plays were. Um, Dude, that's what Ron Rivera said about Antonio, Antonio Gandy Golden. He was like, uh, yeah, we really like, like, all of his skills and yada, 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 but he, like, literally doesn't know how to play football. Like, he doesn't know yeah. how to line up correctly. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know, wonder yeah, you see all these – the videos of him, you're like, wow, that guy is first-round talent. And then you hear shit like that. And you're like, oh, that's why he's fourth-round talent. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is is – especially in football, a lot of it's IQ because you gotta you got to know where to be. you got to know – what type of player you are and you got to know what you bring to the table. And sometimes, you know, college kids coming in the NFL, they don't know that. And that's what kind of hurts them. Like, like I think that happened to Jay Joel last year. He didn't really know his identity. He didn't really know, you know, what he had to do for the Eagles. And I feel like now, I mean, in his second year, they kind of laid it out for him. Um, and I think, I think there's going to be a lot of strides in, in all of the division and all of the young players. I think it's a really good, really young division. Um, topped off with, you know, very good front fours. Um, and I think it's going to be a little tougher than people imagine, but the whole division is only the, – the, the schedule's pretty tough, the whole division. So, yeah, I think 
like you guys said, I think it's really just going to be Cowboys Eagles uh, fighting for the one and two spots, maybe even fighting for a wild card spot with the extended playoffs. Um, so yeah, I think I think I think we'll be all right though. I think we'll we'll probably split. I could see us I could see us splitting with two teams in the division and sweeping the other. Um, okay. Probably sweeping the Redskins, maybe splitting with the Giants in New York. Um, I mean, but now now that I think about it, there's really no fans, so. Who knows what it's going to be like, honestly. I mean, I know Dallas said that they're going to be able to have fans. I don't think that's right, but not because yeah, – I don't I think, think that's right. I'm out on that. Miami said that fans, too. Yeah, then... if everybody can't have fans, and nobody should be able to have fans. Yeah, exactly. He was thinking I mean, about it should fans. be uniform throughout. So. Um, I had a question about – so who's starting a linebacker? Is it going to be Jerry and Edwards? I've heard Duke Riley's in the mix. Wow, I think it's going to be a kind I mean, not, of – And I get Schwartz doesn't value the linebacker position, but, like, yeah, who are the, who are the two guys going to be that are going to be out there all the time? We're gonna have to know I think number. it's going to be, you know, a rotating rotating four uh, or five a lot. I mean, you like, I've seen that, uh, you know, a lot of Eagles beat writers have said that uh, the kid from Temple, Sean Bradley. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He's ready, he's ready to play before Davion Taylor is – um, he, just, and, he played so much in yeah. college. Led yeah, and I think he, years. Yeah, he was up for the for the uh, what is it? It's not. I think it's the Bednarik Award. In yeah, ben, that's the best linebacker. Yeah, in the I mean, Bednarik, yeah, and he he's going to get tribute definitely on special teams, no matter what. I mean, the dude just flies around, and he's kind of undersized, but he flies around and destroys people. He's undersized and he looks buddy, but he's awesome. What like, you he, say? I said he's undersized and he looks like he's not. He has like no muscle definition at Modern all. Day he does not look like yeah, but he's just going to be that like tweener linebacker that like yeah, I don't we know, never really found a position. I mean, on he's yeah, like, we talk about that. He's the perfect example of a modern day linebacker. Super athletic, can play side to side, can get sideline to sideline, can cover, um, and he's super physical. So, so I think to roll out, good. I think the starters are going to be going to be uh, Jerry. Edwards and and Duke Riley, um, I could see, you know that, that like does not make Alex Singleton. Uh, I could see Singleton getting in there. I could see Sean Bradley getting in there. I could see Davion Taylor getting in there. So I think it, it'll be it'll be kind of a committee approach. Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's crack some skulls, fill some holes. Yeah, let's do it. Hit the gaps, boys. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's talk about some uh, oh, some. I'm gonna ask him about the Saints thing. Yeah, let's let's transition and talk like, about the NFL. I'm never and, good about the a, money stuff, as a whole. And like, you were talking about the importance of money and whatnot. What the hell is going on with the Saints? Do you have any idea? They're like I don't know why they were so hesitant to pay Kamara, but paid Taysom Hill like upwards of like four, three, four million dollars. I think it was. Here's my thing. I don't understand that either. But I also don't understand where this money is coming from because they don't have – they're, like, already so tight in the cap. Then they were going to try and finesse. And did you did you read anything about the whole why they didn't get Clowney? No, I didn't. Basically, what they were trying to do is get another team that had cap space to sign Clowney. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. First round pick for him, and the NFL was like, no, can't do that. Yeah, I mean, that's super not allowed. I'm pretty yeah, sure. like, they're why do they cheaters. think they're allowed they to, not, the to not follow the rules? It doesn't make any sense. And now they're saying they have a lucrative deal with Alma Kamara, which also makes no sense because they're in negative in the cap next year. So how do you have a deal in place? Well, a lot – I mean, Howie Roseman does it too. Like, whole restructure, 
year by year. He'll, he'll give a bunch of guaranteed money, and then next year, you know, he'll, he'll trade. He'll swap that guaranteed money in, into uh, into like um, bonuses and stuff like that. So, a lot of teams are starting to do it. They see. That, I mean, Howie Rosen was kind of the first one to start doing it around yeah, he the league. Finesses. He doesn't scheme though. He's a trend. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I don't really know. I don't really pay too much close attention to the Saints and uh, well, you know, all their financial stuff. But it, it's just like you'll start to see, especially because, I mean, the NFL lowered the cap for next year because revenue is going to be so low. Um, so, I mean, it's going to even hurt. That's another thing that doesn't Eagles. make any it's sense. Chiefs. It's going to hurt uh, Chiefs, Saints, Eagles. I mean, all those teams that I've just paid, you know, multi, multi-million dollar contracts, to big players. And I'm interested to see how willing, you know, big-time players like Mahomes or, I mean, Wentz did it, but how much they're going to be willing to, you know, restructure and take a lower pay grade. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't – I mean, I don't think anybody really knows what's going on with uh, with cap room and stuff next year because, I mean, revenue is going to be so low. It's really just going to be off of merchandise sales this year. I mean, because fans aren't going to be there. Yeah, everybody buy jerseys so the Eagles can pay everybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I just had to get that off my chest because the I, a couple of weeks ago I saw this report about how if, if Drew Brees retires next year, like they're going to be so far in the negative in the cap. And then now that then the whole Kamara thing, the holdout happened, and I was like, dude, this doesn't make any sense. Where is this? Money is fake. You don't, you don't have to tell me that. But, <laughs> but when it comes to the contracts and the NFL, I like to know. But – uh. All right. Well, I'm glad we talked about that. Yeah. What was the other thing? Oh, Luke, you had a Saints question as oh, well. Uh, well, it was more of the NFC South because that's that's your focus, right, Luke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I don't know who to pick in this the Saints Bucks game week one. It's an enticing matchup. I want to throw some money at it. I don't know what to do. Uh, Saints. 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 One hundred percent. Money line or spread. Uh, I'd say both because I can't buy into the Bucks hype. Um, I mean the whole Leonard Fournette thing. Yeah, that's a good pickup, but they're still saying Ronald Jones is the number one, yeah. and it's just like, how soon could you implement? Like, I, I mean, it's not really across the NFL. Every everyone really runs the same type of offense. Um. There's just different terminology and stuff like that that people have to come accustomed to. But I don't know how soon they can acclimate a dude like Leonard Fournette. And even especially with a new quarterback and Tom Brady, I think – The picture of them? They got a picture. I didn't. They got a picture together and Leonard Fournette, it's like in quotes, and he's like, this is the only quarterback I've ever had. Oh, I saw that. I saw oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Actually, I did see that. People were saying, well, well, yeah. bro, you had Nick Foles. I start cracking up. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, what do you I mean by like, that, though? Because I feel like Leonard – all right, okay. We have another qu- – uh, this, this leads into my question, which I was going to say – Super teams in the past have not really worked. Like with the Eagles, we were on the cover as a super team. The Browns, they they put together a super team. A dream team, right? Dream, Everyone's yeah, talking right, right, right. Super team, team, dream team. Yeah. I heard it the other day about them. And, and I don't I don't know. Worked. That's that's what I was gonna ask you before you brought it up. So I'm glad you brought it up. But I do wanna 
bounce back at you with the whole Leonard Fournette thing. I feel like he's a perfect guy for the offense just because he's like this straight downhill runner. And it's like, how many possible plays are like, is he really learning? It's just like, all right. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, middle. I totally get you. I think, I think he is a really good fit. And if he wasn't, he wouldn't have been there. Right. Um, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have gone there. But I also think a lot of it is Tom Brady trying to, uh, you know, run the show and yeah. surround himself with the best supporting case he could have. And sometimes it doesn't work out. And, you know, people say like Tom Brady's a system quarterback. That's not true. There's no system. I, I don't believe in any system player um, other than maybe like a defensive player, uh, especially linebackers. But I really don't think there's, you know, a system player. And I, I think Fournette's a great fit. But I also, I mean, they always have to live up to the hype. And when it when it goes south, that's when everyone starts to get a sour taste in their mouth. That's when people start to say things about pe- other other teammates in the media. That's when things start to, you know, spiral out of control. Because yeah, these dudes definitely don't, like, know each other like that. No, None of these guys on this team are like – I mean, I guess the defense maybe on, like, the defense side, but this new offense, like, I mean. I think I think the biggest, the biggest uh, you know – factor on their season is going to be their defense because their defense is really good yeah and their defense was good last year and they they were really good good linebackers they're really fast around everywhere um and i think i think that they're if they do make it far it's going to be it's going to be a lot a lot of a lot of the defense that's carrying them there I like the uniforms. I'm that, happy with the uniform change. I think that'll be beneficial. I agree. Play, honestly. I, I agree too. <laughs> I, I can't, I'm glad new, that I don't even era. remember what the old uniforms looked like. That's how so brutal bad. they were. Tom Brady would have looked so stupid in it. Yeah, they had to do that. Um, but the, the, then that also just – see, I don't want to believe in the, in the Bucks, but, like, every time I have a conversation like this with someone, I – make myself be like, all right, well, there's no way the team's not going to be bad. Because what you just said, like the defense, if the defense does not even carry them but do most of the work, then that takes so much pressure off of, which, I mean, they really don't have pressure. There's so many talented guys on that offense that, like, there should be no pressure already. It's just, like, go out and do a job. But I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like if they're if they're holding teams to three touchdowns or under three touchdowns, then they're not going to have to do much. And it's yeah. just scary to think. And, but but at the same time, you also got to think. I mean, they play Atlanta and and the Saints for sure. Yeah, they're definitely I mean, in a good, a tough division to win. And the Panthers, I even can see the Panthers, you know, ripping one off them with. I, with I also feel like the extended playoff thing has a little bit to do with that. I don't know if yeah. anyone else had, like just like they're nervous well, that. Job. Yeah, like they're nervous that one of the two, Drew Brees, like if Drew Brees doesn't make the playoffs and then he retires, they're going to be like, oh, man, missed opportunity for the yeah. revenue. And then yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. first year in Tampa Bay, why would no one – like of course everybody wants to watch him in the playoffs, the potential yeah. of them playing the Patriots. Like, I don't know. They need their revenue, like you said. So Super Bowl is in job. Tampa this year. Super Bowl is in Tampa. Jeez, what a story. That would story. be – that would be that. – you know, half the people would be like, oh, this is awesome. The other half would be like, all right, this is fixed. This is bullshit. Yeah, I feel like that's where the Patriots fans are at now. They're like, I'm going to root for Tom Brady, and I'll still love the Patriots, uh, or I'm just going to Yeah, they Tom act Brady. like it was like yeah. such a happy breakup, and they're like, yeah, it's, like, it's okay. Like, we yeah. still love you, Tom. Like, But they should be happy as shit about Cam. Yeah, what do you think about Cam Newton, dude? Are they gonna, Is he going to be awesome? I, I was so he got he got picked as the offensive captain by Bill Belichick, which is like. Yeah, they're like nothing over each other. Yeah, they're like yeah. throating each other. I know. So, I mean, did you guys see that oh, video of him, like, 
during stretch lines of practice, he was like dancing that. and like yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, he's such a selfish player." I, that's I don't. I mean, it's a bunch of bullshit. Dude, that's, that's 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 ship just who sailed. he is, dude. Like that it, ship sailed a long time. Yeah. Ago. Like, if you don't like him because of that, you're just corny, honestly. Yeah, like, you need a guy. You need a guy like that. I mean, even at the quarterback position, dude. I need Nikhil dude, especially Harry especially to the like Patriots. step up. The Patriots definitely need a guy like that. Imagine yeah, how like I mean, they got, everybody is all the time. No, they have no. Uh, if no one to like take over the ship, and I feel like that's kind of part of the reason they brought him in. Yep. That was the other thing they Cam were playing. Newton's Johnny, they were playing Jack Sparrow. He's Jack Sparrow. <laughs> He's got the ship. They were playing the confident game, like, "Oh, Jared Stidham can't wait for that." Like, come on! Uh, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know you. He's I like know you're not that three-year-old Brian Hoyer. <laughs> but I think sucks that the Patriots have so many opt-outs because I mean I thought they would be able to. No, that's what maybe I'm thinking, give the Bills a run for their money. Um. But I mean, now I think that division is is kind of locked up with the Bills. But really, so you don't think Cam even like? Yeah, Hoy was saying yesterday that was like his big hot take. He was like, the Jets are going to win the AFC East. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> the the Dolphins and then, and then followed up with saying that like Darnold's not going to have that great of a year. <laughs> yeah, no, the Jets uh, the Jets stink. The Dolphins have a better chance, in my opinion. Definitely, than, yeah, I think than, so. Uh, I don't hate the Dolphins. The I love. I would even say they might have a better shot than the Patriots now. Do you think Tua will be starting, like, after six weeks or something? I would say – I think their bye week is week six or seven, I think. And so, if it's I magic, feel like loses he could magic, come in probably. right after that bye week and, and take over. But Dude, Fitzpatrick – He's not he's not the worst option that you can have. He's not, but dude, I saw a stat the other day that in twenty percent of his starts, he's thrown three or more interceptions. Over the course of six I mean, he destroyed he a lot of games, bro. He toyed he with the Eagles. That was he he ran all over the Eagles. Oh, that know. was so bad. I remember that him was and so, uh, so was it the guy's name Laird? I thought the season was over. Patrick Laird. Patrick Laird. <laughs> yeah, I thought the season was over. But yeah, same. I mean, then he he ran for like a twelve yard QB sneak or something. I was just like, all right, pack it up, we're done. <laughs> so <laughs> with that being said, you obviously don't think the Jets are going to be a breakout team. You have a little bit of faith in the Dolphins. Who is your breakout team this year? Like, who's the team that's going to turn a corner or just I don't know, maybe go straight to the end? All right. So my my spiciest uh, NFL take is the Lions are going to win the NFC North. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, the schedule is so hard. <laughs> I think Matt Stafford is awesome. going to be a top five quarterback. I think, I think uh, they are going – I don't think the Packers are going to be as good as people make them out to be. I think the Bears stink. I think Mitch Trubisky is not very good. Yo, what about Nick Foles, though, brother? Yeah, no. I <laughs> They they announced the other day that Trubisky's going to be the starter. I could see I could see Trubisky defense. not playing really well, and then them turning to Foles. Um, but I, I think the Lions are going to be good. I think it's kind of Patricia's uh, prove it year. He's kind of holding on to his job by thread. Yeah, I think I was mean to Matt Patricia and called him an idiot early on in one of our episodes. Actually, it probably was the one with you, but. I do hope he succeeds with Detroit because he does, like, fit. Like, it'd be cool to see him, like, grow with that team. Yeah. I want Adrian Peterson to just have, like, on Johnson and Swift on, like, each side yeah. of them. And, like, <laughs> they all just have, like, 700 yards. Yeah. Dude, seriously. I, I think the Lions are going to be – I mean, that's that's a very hot take. Uh, 
well, not hot, but that's a very outlandish take. Um, but I honestly believe it. I think Stafford, I mean, his receivers, and I mean, just look at Kenny Galladay, Marvin. I think Jones. Hawkinson can take is going to take a big stride this year. Yeah, I'm all yeah, in absolutely. on DJ Hawkinson. Yeah. I mean, so what? Uh, Marvin Jones was like in and out last year with injury. Um, Galladay, I don't even think Galladay played a full year last year. I love Galladay. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. so good at football. <laughs> but I mean, I saw something the other day. They're pet, over like the last three like years, him. the Lions, them two combined, have like the fourth most touchdowns. Uh, touchdown receptions in the league as one and two receivers. I've so always been a big Stafford guy. Like, he used to be the best fantasy quarterback like four or five oh, years hell yeah. ago. Get him in the 10th round yeah, and throw you best. fucking 30 touchdowns. Well, like, he hasn't awesome. had a year he like that. He can bomb the ball. He Thanksgiving, can, he always would drop 50. And rip it. Oh, yeah. yeah he can, of course. He can, he He's can a Thanksgiving king. Give me a little yeah. Dallas Cowboys versus Detroit Lions. I mean, uh, Chicago Bears I loved him in college, yo. He played with no Sean Marino. That Georgia team was so tough, yo. I think they're going to be good. I really do. Um, so that's your breakout team. That's going to be your team that uh, – I like that. Yeah, I'll give you one in the AFC too. I'll give you hmm. – I think hmm. – now, now, now I set myself up here. <laughs> Pressure. What am I thinking of? I would say uh, – I mean, they played really well last year, so they're not really a breakout team. But I think I think the Colts are going to be really good. Yeah, dude, the Colts, um, the Colts are going to be fun. Their defense is legit. Darius Leonard is, in my opinion, the best linebacker in the NFL. Um, and I think I think they're going to be good. Last night in the league. That's Colts D? Yes, they have Colts been a did. sneaky defense I've seen in fantasy drafts late. Yeah. Yeah, I took them off in, in, yeah. uh, in a draft the other day. I, I wish you could draft their offensive league. line. I would draft their offensive line. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, they got they got Jonathan Taylor running running behind that that offensive line. Perfect segue. Um, Let's talk about rookies. I think, yeah, I think I think they'll do pretty well. Let's I talk about Texans, rookies. I think the Texans kind of drop off a little bit in that division too, so that'll help them. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the odds for rookie of the year came out. I don't know recently. Uh, you got Joe Burrow at plus two fifty. You got. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at plus 300. You got Jonathan Taylor at plus 900, baby. And that's where I'm at. Where are you at with Rookie of the Year? Who's going to be the offensive Clyde's rookie Clyde's getting so much hype. He is. He's uh, getting so much hype. And I hate top it. Top 10 guy. I, on, I hate it. Darryl Williams. He is top 10 in fantasy rankings. I hate the hype. I, hate I think Darryl Williams is going to have more it. rushing touchdowns than him. I can't buy into it. I think, fantasy-wise, I think he's not, a, not even going to be – it's another spicy take. Oh, He's not go. even going to be <laughs> top three scoring run, rookie running back this year. He's not going to be a top. I know you're a big Zach Moss guy, so that's why I was kind of hoping Zach you were going to go. Guy. And if you're telling me Zach Moss, I'll throw $5 on it right now. I'm okay. a big Zach Moss guy. Don't know if he's going to have I don't know if he's going to get the, the beginning of the year. He's going to be like a Miles Sanders guy. He's not going to really start in the beginning of the year. Um, and then he's going to kind of blow up in the, in, towards the middle and end of the year. Uh, I think he eventually wins that job. He's going to get all the red zone carries because he's a bigger dude. Yeah, I saw you tweet about the goal lines in, for the Buffalo Bills, and I totally agree. I think Zach Moss is the guy you got to give it to. Now, his tape from college, like watching him just push through dudes that were much larger than him, should carry over to the NFL. And he's pretty good as a receiver too. Like, it, yeah, for sure. Uh, he's underrated as a receiver out of the backfield. 
Um, I, I, I think, put Singletary in that Clyde Edwards-Alaire ranking. Like, people love that dude. I mean, if you're getting – like, whatever. If we're talking fantasy football, if we're talking yeah. real. Like, I think he's a good player regardless, but I don't think he's this no- – he's like 5'8". He's shorter. not going to be this number shorter. one – Yeah, shorter. He's <laughs> not going to be this number one running back bell cow. Like, no yeah. one is. And I was doing a lot of research on that because I really wanted Moss in, in most of my fantasy drafts. And, you know, a lot of Bills insiders were saying that Moss is – going to be the starter way before anyone could even think. Um, I, love and, I love Zach Moss since the draft. Yeah, and, and the way they run their offense with, with Allen, I think, uh, you know, a lot of it's power heavy. Um, they have a decent O-line, but I think, I think Moss will end up overtaking that spot. But the, the three running backs, I'd say, in the, in the spicy department that are going to be oh. better than Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I would go – I would go Jonathan Taylor. I'd go Zach Moss. And I'd go Cam Akers. Yes. Um, I could see J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Dobbins. You know, That's what I thought you were going to say over Moss. Money too. I could see Ingram getting hurt real early. Um, oh, don't say that. I'm sorry. Do you, why do you have him on your team? Yeah, and I like Mark Ingram. I like. Yeah. I like. I just like his the juicy brain. He's old. He's he's an older dude. He he still he still yeah. runs like he still runs like he's 22. Don't get me right. wrong, but. I mean that that offense within definitely got some mileage though. That's, that's they run true. the ball constantly, and I mean, how much wear and tear could they could he really take? Uh, he did a lot with not a lot of touches though last year. That's yeah, the thing. Did. Like he's gonna get 15 touches a game. It's just like it depends what he does with them. Yeah, because people worry. I mean, teams worry about Lamar Jackson before they yeah. worry about the and running. Now they back. have Dobbins too. So yeah, um, I could see who else. I would say they're the they're the three four guys that I could see. What do you think about uh, Antonio Gibson now that the Redskins job's like wide open? I like him. Um, he was kind of like a, a yeah wide he, receiver he, running back, he like right? Fell into my lap in the league, and I really had to do like a lot of research on him. He so yeah, might be a great. Guy. I wanted the Eagles to draft him. I th- I thought I thought he would have been a out, really I think he good one too. Yeah, with Sanders, but I mean, obviously they didn't. Um, I mean, it's just kind of crazy how how Geis is gone. I mean, Adrian Peterson AP. gone. Uh, and Bryce Chris Love, Thompson's Bryce gone. Love's there, but apparently he's not like 100 percent yet. Yeah. So I think yeah, Chris Thompson is going to probably be the number one in Jacksonville oh, right oh, yeah, now. Yeah, Jacksonville. Um, while he's while uh, what's his name's hurt, uh, I forget. Armstead. Yeah, oh. Ryquell Armstead. Um, Temple baby. So I think that's running yeah, back. He ever. is a Temple guy. He is a, I drafted him the other day. Best running back at a Temple ever. Uh. So I think, yeah, I think, I think you could throw Antonio Gibson in that conversation too to right. outperform Clyde Edwards-Helaire. To be honest with you, what about receivers? I, I can't buy the hype. The fact that he's the second, and I mean, we've seen last year like Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders put up really good numbers. They were never really, really into the rookie of the year talks. I mean, like Josh Potter, Jacobs after his run, he had a couple like games with a hundred yards. I feel like, but then it yeah, did fall off. Uh, once Oakland yeah. fell off, like that that talk kind of sizzled out. But, like guys like Terry McLaurin and uh, AJ Brown were, you know, at the end of the year, they received more votes than the two running backs. So I, I don't know how often you know running backs are rookie of the year. I probably would have to do some research because I could be totally wrong. But I'm going to go on a hunch and say. You know, running backs don't really win rookie of the year all that much. Um, Trent Richardson definitely won a rookie of the year, didn't he? I feel like he, I feel right. like he did. Yeah. I think he did. So, are you going quarterback or wide receiver? Because this was this was a heavy class for. I mean, obviously, your number one overall pick is a quarterback, and but the wide receiver class was heavy. It's like 
might be the best since that OBJ, Jarvis, Mike Evans, the list of Allen Robinson that year, whatever year that was. I would say I would say if Joe Barrow, I mean, wins seven games this year, I think he'll definitely be rookie of the year. Because um, I think he'll put up decent numbers. Yeah, he's got a pretty good I mean, He's got Mixon. Uh, he's got A.J. Green. Uh, who else? Tell me out. Who's the other receiver? Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. So, yeah. I think Boyd I think he has a pretty good no, support cast. Jacksonville. Is he? Okay. He used to be. I think, I think he has a pretty good support cast. So, I think I – think, I mean, he should be the favorite, and I think he will win it. Um, but anything could happen. He, he could get hurt. Someone could get hurt. But then, other than him, I would look at guys like C.D. Lamb. Um, Jerry Judy? At, I would look at Judy. I would look at Ruggs. Yeah, where are we at with Broncos? We love Drew Locke because I love Drew I love Locke. Drew Locke. Yeah, I, I like Drew Noah Font. I love him. I love Drew Locke. Just I the like way Hamlet, he plays. I like Judy. He just – he reminds me of uh, – just like a, just like a quarterback that just wants to just buy into the whole I'm the quarterback thing. Yeah, like he it's likes like, being a quarterback. Yeah, he's just super like, uh, like he's got the swag. He's got it all going for him. Yeah, and their defense is always pretty good with Von Miller. And they just stuff. got who'd they get? Oh no, that was fake. You said. Oh yeah, I saw. A fa- I got. I got played by a fake report that they traded like all these picks. For- Actually, it wasn't even all these picks. It was like a second round and a fourth round pick for Miles Jack. And I was like, what the fuck are the Jaguars <laughs> doing? <laughs> They're just giving away people for nothing. But it was. Yeah, fake. I like the Broncos. Actually, they would be other than the Colts. They would be my my breakout, my actual breakout team. That's my breakout team. I'm so happy you didn't say the Cardinals, man. I was just waiting for you to be like, <laughs> you hate oh, Kyler. I- <laughs> You hate him. I do hate Kyler. I, I don't hate him. I don't mind just him, but I just like prove it. Short guys, short man, prove it. Yeah, I, I was I was frustrated that he won Rookie of the Year because oh my god, they're gonna lose. His a numbers bunch were of so inflated oh, yeah. again. His numbers were so inflated. Like I mean, he had the ball in his hands fifty times a game, whether he was running or or, or throwing the ball. So obviously, he's gonna put up the best numbers as a rookie. You got to look at it in like a, a like a bigger scope. You know how valuable was he? Yeah. I mean, he was good, but I didn't see him as as valuable as some of the other rookies. Um, so, all right. Yeah. So before we wrap this up, do you have a Super Bowl prediction for us? Uh, is that a winner or a matchup? You can give us. I'll, a go, matchup. I'll go matchup. I'll go matchup. Yeah, that's spicy. I'll go. I'll go Chiefs, and oh, I'm gonna go Chiefs 49ers rematch. Oh, I'm gonna go Chiefs Niners rematch. All right, that's like they're like two heavily returning rosters. Like they're like the, basically the same Chiefs team. Niners rematch. I think, I think the Chiefs are gonna lose. I think it's gonna be opposite of last year. Okay. Um, I mean, people forget like. The Chiefs almost lost every one of those playoff games. They were trailing in every one of those playoff games deep into the game. So, I mean, how much is that Mahomes magic going to kind of carry over? Um, I mean, he's still the best quarterback in the league yeah. by far. Um, so, I think – I mean, and their defenses especially. They both really have, have very solid defenses. And, you know, the thing we were talking about earlier, the whole cap space thing, like how – like they have to be because if they don't win, if the Chiefs don't win three, four conference titles within the next six years, like they're kind of screwed. I mean, Kelsey's going to be gone. Um, 
in my opinion. The, Frank Clark just signed a big deal. I thought he was going to kind of be out of there soon. Uh, and I think it's the same for the 49ers. I think they're kind of getting a little older too. Um, I know they were the young, like one of the youngest teams in the league. But you look around and it's just like they seem so much older. Like Joe Staley's gone. Uh, he was a huge part of their team last year. And Not Trent, uh, they got that will anchor that over. Trent Williams though. That's a big. Yeah. That's a big. But, Trent, but he's also old as hell too. Yeah, but he's fresh legs, yeah. baby. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I think, I think he might be an upgrade from Staley. I don't know. I always loved Joe Staley. He was just like, he was the man. Like he would just, he would just slug beers on camera and just like hang out. Uh, he was the man. Actually, the lowest. Yards per rush of all running backs. Yeah, man, in the he, NFL. Bet he had ten touchdowns. <laughs> he did. Have, he did have nine touchdowns <laughs> and lots of carries, but not how long. many? Real quick, look up how many. How like look up the past year's rookie of the year. Okay, I want to see that. I want to see how many running backs actually do. The Phillies oh, is Alec Baum about to win us this game? Yo, right I will now? come. I will come inside of my pants. <laughs> Bottom set. Oh, dude, I forgot it's seven. Yeah, it's a, yeah double header day. Oh, Eddie Lacy. Yeah. He was the last one to win it, Eddie Lacy. No, 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 no. No, a lot of running backs win it. Saquon, Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley, Eddie Lacy. Damn. Adrian Peterson. I mean, that was a pretty good stretch right there. Yo, what tell uh, – you? I saw today you uh, did your first Phillies article. Uh, so, yeah, I'm writing, I'm writing for Sports Talk Philly. Um, yeah, what was that about? So, a couple of them work for 97.3 ESPN uh, in South Jersey. So I got hooked up with them, and yeah. So right now I'm just covering the Eagle. I mean the the Phillies with them. Fourth and John, I'm covering the Eagles. I'm really just trying to get my name out there, like grow my own little that portfolio. Hey man, that's yeah, what we're all about. Hopefully someday, you know, make a big move. But that's what we like to hear. Yeah. It was a lot of fun having you on again. Um, we are quickly running out of time. Oh yeah, we are both in Zoom and in life. So <laughs> we'll let you go. Uh, this has been a ton of fun, though. Thanks for coming on again. You will you will be welcome back again. It's always fun having you here. Uh, great, great spicy takes as well. Yeah, we'll follow up on a couple of these spicy. Yeah, we're takes. definitely gonna follow up a couple of these. Oh uh, yeah, mark them down. Bookmark. Mark them down. We'll we'll, we'll cue them in. Um, All right, fellas. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, and I'm looking forward to yeah. It's a Thursday, but I'm really looking forward to Sunday. Sunday, one o'clock, baby. I can't wait. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. All right, fellas. I'll All catch right, you. Let's get into our usual segments. Our usual segment. We'll just we're just gonna do one. Beef of the week. Are we all pissed off about something now that we now that we uh, got our positive vibes out of football? Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. Um Luke, would you like to start? I'll go. <laughs> all right. Uh, my beef is that the Atlanta Braves score 29 points in a game and it gets talked about for like a day, but Fernando Tatis can't hit a grand slam in the eighth inning and the whole world right. goes up in flames about they it. got nowhere near the season. Yeah, it was talked right. about, but it was like, great job, Braves. Yeah, it was talked about in like that negative Yeah, it was way. not negative and at It was all. an NL record. Was like, that was, was super like, impressive. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was like, bro, what? I agree, that is bullshit. Twenty nine runs. Yeah, twenty nine sure. fucking runs. Rangers dude, he is a soft little bitch. That could. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's he got to say about it, yeah, Mister Mr. Mr. Rangers that? manager? Haven't heard shit from you. Ain't fucking nobody. 
<laughs> no, that's a good one. Uh, that was. That I'm is, mad now. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm now we're now we're beefing. We should have done this earlier. Our beef. <laughs> All right, mine's also related to baseball, so I'll go. Um, I don't know if anybody saw, but this past week, uh, Mike Rizzo, the general manager for the Washington Nationals, got ejected from the the stadium, I guess, because he was standing in his box in the 300 level with no mask on. Now, the person who did this was Joe West, who's a, a old fat. He's okay. This is what I think about when I think of Joe West. I want to say all these mean things about him because he's like unattractive to look at and his double chin's nasty. But then I remember that that one time he got hit with a base, like a foul ball or something, and I felt so, so awful. I was like, oh, poor, I hope Joe West is okay. So, like, I know I don't really mean those things, but whatever. Anyway, Joe West was the one that ejected him, and they made like this huge scene about it. Meanwhile, Joe West, who was wearing a mask, and I guess that's like cool. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for wearing a mask on the baseball field. Joe West needs custom masks. His gullet was hanging out underneath. It was like, listen, people without huge fat faces have enough trouble to keep their masks on over their nose and over their mouth. Like, it's, it's not an easy thing. I don't know how we haven't figured out this like perfectly fitting human face mask. Well, Andy Reid figured it out. He's got the face shield. I was say that, but yeah. that's what Joe West needs. He needs a face shield because – too much exposure. I don't care if his mouth can't be seen. It's not even like – it's like literally – it looks like his – he like ripped off his undershirt sleeve and just so like your beef wrapped is about around. The, his face. My beef is about the fact that he threw out Mike Rizzo. So what are you t- – <laughs> Like, while, <laughs> while being a fat slob, yeah, because he's a fat slob, but he threw out a guy for being like 3,000 feet away from everyone while he's standing there with his gullet flapping and probably spreading germs himself. So, I like, do agree with, I do agree with Colin because every time that he like said a word, he had to fix his yeah, mask. Like, like almost he's every holding single it down as he's yelling at Mike Rizzo from the field. I'm like, what the f- this is stupid. You need to see, you need to see this man with his mask on, it's disgusting. And it's like a white mask that he clearly has never washed, like, it's just like gets dirtier and dirtier every time he special umpire masks they uh everyone else special umpire mask but his fat face does not fit inside of them so he wears his undershirt it's like also one that has multiple holes so like you know he's got a fat face because it's all the way stretched but it's in the last hole and it's super stretched (laughs) sorry joe west i i hope you don't get hit with a foul ball but i don't like looking at it i never heard you fat shame (laughs) dude he I don't like him. And he's just an asshole. He's they're always throwing people out for dumb shit. What's your beef? Um, kind of a basic one. I feel like not a lot of people had this beef in the last twenty four hours, but like Skip Bayless is one of them people that like uh, like no yeah, one likes him. Like but he I always took him as a as a like a phony kind of the guy who like shows up to work every day and it's kinda of like you're gonna take this side and that's like I kinda of always bought into that. Stick, it was yeah. like it, it was a shtick. Like, I never let him get me fired up. But, like, he's made comments yesterday about, like, uh, basically, like, Dak Prescott is, like, soft for saying yeah, for coming out and saying leader. he was, like, depressed and, like, had trouble working out after his brother, like, committed suicide or whatever. Like, like any person would be, like, a little shooken up in that situation for a couple weeks, obviously. And, like, for him to say, like, oh, you're in no position to, like, show any type of – Sadness. Yeah, it's any type of sadness. No, you can't show any weakness as America's teams. Guess what, buddy? No one fucking likes the yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, America's team is the most overrated Get term the fuck in out sports, of here, dude. And yeah, like that is just so weak. That is like above sports. Like you know what I mean? That right, has nothing to do with football. He wasn't like, exactly. He wasn't talking about football. And, and like, like I felt bad for Shannon Sharp even having to be there for it because like really. you know, it was like oh fuck, he really well he his his the former there. co-host Stephen A. Smith went on the air and like. 
SVP, did the exact SVP uh, had a did he roast them? He, he threw hella shade. Oh, dude, he's the best at it. Uh, he says it so like he's impeccable. Yeah, he's the I don't best. even know what impeccable I, means. I, I, it, it means he's it's SVP. Yes, you look up SVP, it says impeccable. But Stephen A. Smith went on the air and just like told sad stories about when he had depression, and I was like, that was the perfect, that was the perfect counter counter yeah. shot to Skip Bayless. Like, fuck you, Skip Bayless. Everybody's got depression, even Stephen A. Smith. So <laughs> I love that the rest of the media also like like usually when something happens, it's like it's just when the internet's attacking the media, it's like the media like, oh, don't be mean to us, internet. But now nah, the media is like pissed off at Skip Bayless. And I agree. Shannon the fact that Shannon Sharp take. has to the next day go and sit next to that dude and like talk and talk right. with him and like, like maybe Skip Bayless is just like an arrogant prick. Oh like, yeah, he's a yeah. fucking sociopath. Oh, one hundred percent he is. And I'm not a fan of his. Yeah, and I agree. Like, I was the same way, Pat. Like, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, like, whatever. Everything he says is like he has to say that because he's getting a check to say that. But But no one at Fox was like, "Uh, I think you need to go talk reckless about Dak Prescott and his depression. And just like, (laughs) it wasn't even just about Dak Prescott. It was like depression in general. Just like mental health in general was something that Skip Bayless needs to be educated on. He was literally saying, if you are a quarterback of a team, you cannot show weakness. Which is the opposite. Mm, if anything, all his teammates were like, "Yeah, man." We're like, "Yo, bro, I got, got your back, you, bro. brother." And if and if no, you have home. resources for me, because I'm also upset about something or have a, have you know whatever depression, I need help. So it's like he's the perfect person to come out and talk about that thing. So uh, oh, Skip Bayless is a jackass. Jackass. I hope he has depression. Is that is that bad? Is that something that you know? Yeah, I'm wishing oh, depression no. on Skip Bayless oh. because he needs to learn. He needs to be educated. For that reason, that I feel like there's movies about that. Like someone that's like an asshole, like, you know, judges people. And then like God's like, I'm going to make you have a shitty look. I'm going to make you ugly. Like, <laughs> fat. <laughs> All those mean things I said about Joe West. I'm going to wake up with a gullet under my face tomorrow. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Well, I'm glad we got a little baseball talk and uh, rounded it out with a little football sadness. Um, but Skip Bayless, I hope you uh, read a book or something. And I hope everyone enjoys their first full Sunday of football. Woo! Woo! Let's go. See you guys next week. Hopefully, our bets hit. <laughs> go, birds. Go, birds. See you.